You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Nine, ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter 2023 football. Sponsored by the new Birdies Inn, located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Tonight, your Exeter Eagles travel to Warwick to take on the Warriors. Now to the broadcast booth. Here are your announcers, Darren Ziner and Jerry Gellar. Good evening, welcome to the Exeter Eagles Varsity Football pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network brought to you by Jerry Gellif Media. Tonight, your Exeter Eagles on the road against the Warwick Warriors at the top of the hour and we will get it all started after these messages. This is the Exeter Sports Network. restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. We're coming to you live from Grosh Field on the campus of Warwick High School, Littis, Pennsylvania, for tonight's Section 2 league game between the Warriors of Warwick and the Eagles of Exeter, along with my broadcast partner, Jerry Gellif. We'll hear from sideline reporter Ava Strauss in a bit. I'm Darren Ziner. Before we go any further, Jerry, say hi to the folks. Hi, folks. We're here in Warwick. We're anticipating a great game. Stay tuned throughout the whole thing. Absolutely. Don't go anywhere. And of course, we've got Ava Strauss. You're going to hear the Strauss report at halftime. So Ava, say hi to the folks. Hi, how's everyone doing tonight? All right. So Jerry Exeter coming into tonight's game, an absolute juggernaut. They're 5-0, 17 game regular season win streak. They're in the top five in the Penn Live 5A rankings in the Division III 5A power ratings, the reigning Section 2 champions. If we had any doubts at the beginning of the season as to what kind of team ultimately we were going to see, we're finding out it's a pretty strong one. We are finding that out, Darren. And the great thing about this is that the tiny little question marks that we did have, like the very young quarterback, those doubts are completely erased. Okay, the uh, what we thought might have been a suspect running game erased. We have receivers. We have it all on the the offensive side and on the defense side. Is there anybody playing better? Something that has shown up, as you mentioned, is the big playability in the Exeter offense. Two weeks ago, Exeter showcased it. It, it absolutely was the Jaden Zandier show. The 56-yard TD pass, a 33- and a 35-yard TD run. Then last week in the 51-0 win over Lebanon, 
Here you go. So Genuine Stutzman gets the nine-yard TD, a 30-yard TD pass from Riley Martinez to Nate Pashley, a 20-yarder from Martinez to Zach Zandier, then a 58-yard TD run from Jaden Zandier. Zach Zandier then a 19-yard touchdown pass from Martinez. Genuine Stutzman adds a 35-yard TD catch. Pharrell Caceres putting the finishing touches on the scoring, a 58-yard TD run at the end of the second quarter. They had 460 yards of total offense, Jerry. We weren't at halftime. Exeter's big play offense built a 29 lead after one and that 51-0 ultimate final score lead at halftime. So we had a couple of games this year when the offense took a minute to get started. That didn't happen last week. They hit the pedal right away and we're gone. And it was really refreshing to see. I'm looking for the same thing tonight. Riley Martinez finished 7 of 9, 137 yards, 4 TDs. Jaden Zandier, the kind of night you only hope to have. 4 carries, 107 yards in the TD. Pharrell Caceres, 8 for 94. He finishes with 2. And junior Zamar Paschal, 7 rushes, 25 yards. The TD Exeter would total 307 rushing yards on 33 carries, averaging 9.3 yards a carry. The Eagles now averaging 220 yards per game with the rushing attack. And, Jerry, we talked about it. You've got three guys in the backfield any given time. They can break a a big one. And when you are a defensive coordinator and you're trying to stop it with the offensive line that Exeter has, it's tough to do. It's quite a scratch-your-head moment, I would think, if I were a defensive coordinator facing something like that. But how do you defend it? Uh, Okay, let's defend that. If we defend that, now we leave them open for the passing game. Okay, let's defend that. Oh, now we got the running game. Oh, the quarterback can run too. How do you defend it? And talking about that passing game, Zach Zandier last week, he would lead the way four catches, 60 yards, two TDs. Jaden Ware would add three catches. Nathan Pashley, genuine Stutzman, each with one catch, and they both accounted for TDs. So, Jerry, over the last two weeks alone, eight different players accounting for TDs. And when you have the ability to spread it all over the field like that, it, it, it is we talk about how difficult it is to defend, but certainly eight different players scoring. That's huge. You've got 11 players on your defense. You've got to, at any point that the Eagles put their offense out, you've got to concentrate on four guys minimum. So... It, it's it's got to be beyond confounding because that means that you're not going to be able to get a rush. How many how many uh, sacks have we seen? One, two, three the entire year? As far as that's right, with what they've given up, correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a function of what am I going to do? Scratch my head. And let's give the defense some props as well. They held Lebanon's QB, Paul Trace, 5 of 27 for 41 yards, two INTs. The trio of Trace, Jockheim, Medlock, and Cameron Bookmoyer, 44 total rushing yards. They hold the Cedars to four first downs. And, Jerry, on a night when you go into that game, yes, a big victory is expected. But as Coach Bowers often talked about, you've got to come out and play your game. And they took care of business on homecoming. Yeah, well, you know, you have to think to yourself that the team was a little more pumped up for homecoming. And and, uh, they certainly showed it. I mean, man, I 
personally didn't see a defect last week. Uh, absolutely not. Clicking on all cylinders. Friends, we'll have more pregame comments after these messages. Here's the music, I think. It's going to come. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. You used to read his sports takes every morning in the newspaper. Now you can find Mike Drago's stories in a new format on MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football inside and out all season and all year long. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's football. Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams. Mike's unequaled coverage is just a click away at MikeDragoSports.com. Subscribe today. This is Riley Martinez, and you can listen to me throw more touchdowns all season long on Exeter Sports Network. Talking about the Warwick Warriors for a few minutes, they're led by head coach Bob Locker. They're 1-4 and four overall in 2023, nothing in two in Section 2 Lancaster 11 in league play. They come into today on the heels of a 49-0 loss to Mannheim Central. They're going to be led by quarterback Trevor Evans. He's a 6-foot, 3-inch senior on the season, 67 for 140 attempts through the year, a 47.86 completion rate. He's got five touchdowns, seven INTs. They'll rely on senior running back Andrew McClune in the backfield. He's five foot ten inch. He's going to be the primary man in the backfield. And on the season, 40 rushes, 132 yards. That's a 3.3 yard per average. So obviously you can see from an offensive standpoint, they've struggled thus far. And we'll see with that stout Exeter defense, we'll see what they can do. Quarterback Trevor Evans will also run, of course, from that backfield position. He's got 47 rushes on the year, but his yards per carry average less than one, and no other running back on the squad is more than 10 carries. So it'll be interesting to see how Bob Locker tries to create some offense against, again, a very talented Exeter defense. As a team, we talk about their lack of rushing they're averaging 43.8 rushing yards per game you take a look as far as what exeter is giving up and it's not much more than that so we will even see if they can reach uh, warwick uh, if they can reach those numbers tonight the passing attack is going to go through five foot ten inch senior keldon Lorau. he's got 17 catches on the year 181 yards a team leading three tds also expect six foot four inch senior Thomas Jeans to be in the mix as well. He's got 13 for 196, two TDs on the year, and a six foot senior tight end, Joe Bagonis. Expect him to see a few targets as well as he matches up pretty well against a lot of defenders. The Warrior Warriors are averaging 147.6 yards 
through the air per game. And Jerry, the 49-0 Warwick lost to Mannheim Central. You're thinking right now that Exeter very much on the same stage as Mannheim. Kind of tells us what we can expect. But as we know, Coach Bauer, week after week after week, regardless of what potentially you're supposed to do to your opponent, always reminds his players you've got to show up to play. That is correct. He absolutely does, and he always says. What does he say to us in, in post game all the time? One week at a time, one week at a time, and that's exactly the way he approaches it with the boys. So We look at some keys to the game. One of the things that has plagued Exeter thus far, penalties. We talk about some of the penalties uh, and the penalty yardage in prior games against Boyertown. 11 penalties, 95 yards. Got a little better against West York, 4 for 35. But then 15 for 125 against Governor Mifflin, 10 for 120 against Lebanon. So you know, Jerry, Coach Bauer is going to be harping on them as far as discipline focus. We can't be giving up a football a field of free yardage, uh, especially against a team like Warwick, who if you do that too many times, you give them too many free first downs it can come back to bite you it sure could i mean you know it's it's i think something that i say every week is you don't let your opponent up you put them down and you keep them there stop letting them into the game i mean lebanon kept getting life i mean they never put any real threat on the game but lebanon kept getting life from these penalties what did you say 120 yards 120 yards that's and 125 right. the week before you would hope that coach bauer and the staff are just beating these kids for lack of a better term to improve that absolutely captains are at midfield going through the coin toss we'll find out as far as who is going to accept the ball to get the game started tonight they're walking off and i'm gonna say exeter is going to be receiving the football we're about a minute away till we get the teams out on the field Temperature here at game time as I wait for my phone to refresh. 65 degrees in lit. It's partly cloudy skies, but a beautiful night for football. It really is, Darren. It's, uh, I was anticipating it being a little chilly with the way things have been, but let's go to the national anthem. And we will go quiet.
Wow, man. A beautiful rendition of our national anthem. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Absolutely wonderful. Wow. That was great. So Exeter in their white jerseys, Navy stripe on the shoulder, Navy numbers, and the Navy Exeter EX on the helmet. Warwick will be in black pants, red jerseys, black outlined numbering. And we will get started shortly. So on the season, Exeter will get the ball to start. Martinez will be under center. He's hitting on over 62.5% of his passes. He's 42 for 67, 773 yards, 10 TDs, and four INTs, so look for them to go with that big play capability that we talked about earlier in the pregame. Indeed, and I hadn't looked at Riley's year or year to date stats. I mean, that's quite impressive. 773? Mm. It absolutely is. So Jaden Zandier, Nate Pashley back deep. Taking a look at the number, I think it's number three. Make sure that that's indeed who it is doing the kicking. Can't say we haven't seen a different number before. It's actually number two. It's gonna be the quarterback, Trevor Evans. He's a senior, six foot three inch. He's gonna kick it off. Kicking right to left on your radio dial and we are underway. Jaden Zandier takes it at his own 10. He's got the 20, he's got the 25, brought down just shy of the 30-yard line. And that's where Exeter will take over first and 10. Good return. He didn't try to get too fancy with that. He just went straight into it. And very nice return from the 10, 18-yard return. We'll take it. Good start. Looking to see no laundry on the field. The official was coming to the near side. They're gonna bring him out to the 27 yard line. First and 10. Martinez will start in the gun. He'll have Jaden Zandier behind him. Slot right and left, here's motion. It's Nate Pashley trying to go left to right, but he is taken down immediately for a loss. Nice play, Joe Bagonis. The six-foot senior. Lost his shoe on the play. Did a nice job shooting in there. He really did. Takes him back to the 21-yard line, so it's a loss of six. Okay, so now we have, let's keep an eye on Bagonis. So seven, second and 16 with the ball on the 21. Martinez in the gun, hands it off to Martin, or to uh, Jaden. Zandier, who's stripped of the ball. It comes loose, but he's able to fall back on it. He's out to the 26-yard line, so he'll pick up five. A little but scary, they Darren. escaped a little bit of drama there as when he hit the hole, a defensive lineman reached out, was able to punch the ball loose, but he got a fortuitous bounce, came right back to him. So Martinez is going to be in the gun. There's gonna be a single receiver right and left. Carter Redding to the right, Nate Pashley on the left. Here's 
Back to pass, firing it over the middle. It's complete to Genuine Stutzman. He's got the 45, and it'll be a first down for Exeter. Excellent job by Riley Martinez. He read all of his receivers. He had three headed out, and he had uh, Carter Redding out to the left as his relief valve found his receiver, completed it. Beautiful job by Riley Martinez. 20-yard pass. Riley Martinez to Genuine Stutzman. And it's a first and 10 for Exeter. Ball on their own 46. Martinez comes out in the gun. Zandier to his right, two receivers right. He's rolling right, rolling. He looks, he fires. He hits Zach Zandier into Warriors territory to the 45. They're gonna take it down to the 43 yard line. An 11 yard pass to Zach Zandier. Nice, fast, crisp play there, Darren. What, what could have possibly come off the clock there? Five, six seconds? First and 10, ball marked on the Warriors 43. Martinez in the gun, takes the snap, hands it to Zandier running left, hurdles one player. He'll get down to the 40. It'll be a gain of three. It'll be second and seven. Nice, nice job, actually. Yeah, we're going to say the same thing, getting yeah. over that initial defender <laughs> who made some penetration in the backfield. Yeah, but he just ran into a wall at that point. What are you going to do? Good job to get three. Exeter breaks the huddle. Nine and a half to go here in the first. Martinez in the gun. Zandier to his right. Single receivers left and right. Here's the snap. He hands it off to Zandier, trying to run right, but there is absolutely nothing there. He's gonna lose a couple yards. Ava, what are you seeing here? You seeing a swarming defense by Warwick? Yeah, they're doing a great job containing. The also tackle there, number 82, Junior Owen Hirsch, came charging through, takes the ball back to the 42, loss it to. Go ahead, Ava. I was just about to say they're, <clears throat> excuse me, Doing a great job containing. Looks like Riley's struggling a little bit, but I hope he figures out a great pass here. Riley has the snap rolling left, looking, looking. He fires to the far side. They're going to say incomplete. Nate Pashley can't come up with it. So that was third down and nine. And Let there was there light. light. And there is light. <laughs> so incomplete on third down. We're all struggling. Pulling papers to our faces. You know, I didn't Ava know if Ava turns would... to her right and goes, hey, look, a light. Didn't know if it would mess up the broadcast, so I was hesitant, but <laughs> Nate now you can see. <laughs> Nate Pashley back to punt it away. Punting it to Quinn Kerr, a 5'10 junior. Back at his own 10. It's a line drive. He takes it at the 10. He's got the 15. Trying to get to the 20. He does. Near side, running in the middle of the field, able to take the 30. A nice return out to the 33-yard line. Give him 23 yards on the return. And Warwick will take over first and 10. Darren bobbing and weaving all the way. Really nice run back there. So we see Exeter fail. It, it, this might be the first time in four games that they fail in the opening Yes, on, on the opening they, drive. They had been doing a nice drive. Obviously, to start the season, they got off a little slower. Right. So here is Trevor Evans in the gun. He's got Andrew McClune behind him. Two receivers right. Here's the snap. 
give it to McClune. He's running right up the middle. He'll get the 35 to push the pile forward a little bit further. They'll take him out to about the 38. Let's call it a gain of five, and it'll be second and five. Nice job there by the Warwick offensive line. They got a nice push. Darren McClune averaged 4.9 yards per last year. Hit his average on That's right. Evans in the gun, McClune to his left, two receivers right, one left. Here's the snap, fakes the handoff. It's a flea flicker going deep on the far side, wide open, makes the grab at the 30. Taking a look, who's dragging him down, but it's well inside Exeter territory. There was the flea flicker. They brought the receiver from right to left, like ultimately the double handoff. Like Nigel Meekins was. N Nigel Meekins beaten on the far side. That'll take the ball all the way to the Eagles 16 yard line. 46 yards on the play. So right there you go, Darren. Dangerous little trick play. Evans is gonna be in the gun. Single setback behind him. Two receivers left, two to the right. Here's the snap. It's a low snap, it's fumbled, it's on the turf. But I think Evans is able to fall back on. It didn't go too far from him. Yeah. Well, hit his hands and, and fell out, but it died, fortunately. Looks like Jack Coons, the slot man on the right side, was able to fall on top of it. But they lose two. It'll be second and 12, put the ball back at the 18-yard line. It's one way to get past Exeter, apparently. Leaf flickers. Evans in the gun again, sidecar right with the running back. One receiver right, two left, he drops straight back, looking left, still looking, rolling right, still looking, still looking, fires it, incomplete. Joel Omarino had an opportunity to pick it off, got on him pretty quickly. It falls incomplete, it'll bring up third down. There's a couple or three Exeter players that were converging on the quarterback and he was very fortunate to get that ball off and he was hurried in his throw and it was a little low, so incomplete pass. Clock stops, 6.34 to go here in the first. Warwick breaks the huddle. Evans by himself in the backfield. Two receivers left, two to the right, one slot left. Here's the snap. Directing traffic. He's got the ball back straight up. Here comes a blitz, McConnell off the corner, can't get him, he's running up the middle, a lot of room. He gets down to the five yard line. And as I'm taking a look at it, that will make it first and goal. So a breakdown there, McConnell had a beat on him. Ryan McConnell, he's able to step inside that, run up the middle, take the ball all the way down to the four yard line. So it's an eight yard run for the QB Evans. Really nice run. And first and goal with the ball on the four. Evans in the gun, two receivers right, two left. Here's the snap, he's got it straight back. He's looking to run to the right. He's looking for the corner of the goal and he's got it. He's wow. in the end zone. Wow. 
tried to follow, which he did successfully, getting it across the goal line on the far side. He punches it across and it's 6-0 Warwick, 5.54 to go here in the first. So yes, Exeter bitten by the trickeration. Trickeration again. Taking the ball deep into Eagle territory and a few plays later, again a big play, the quarterback able to keep it, step inside, eight yards inside the five. They punch it across on the next play. Here's the PAT. It's down, his foot's through it, and it is good. 5.54 to go here on the first, 7-0 Warwick. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. The Warriors go six plays, 67 yards. The big one, the 46-yard flea flicker pass. They're on the board, 7-0. Evans has the ball on the tee, kicking right to left. It's in the air. It'll come down to Jaden Zandier at the 5. He's got the 10, the 15, the 20. He'll get to the 25, taken down pretty hard. It was a violent little tackle there, Darren. Who good, was that? Good coverage by Jackson Shelby, six foot four inch senior. And Exeter will take over first and 10. They put the ball right on the 25. Exeter comes from the sideline. Zach Zandier, Logan Wegman, Nate Govan, Ryan McConnell, Matt McConnell. Here's the, a pitch to Zandier running left. He's gonna get the corner. He's got the 25, he's at the 30. We'll see where they ultimately mark it for him. Looks like they're gonna give him five yards. So it'll be second and five with the ball at the 30 yard line. 30 and a half. One thing that I've never <laughs> had to worry about is being adjusted, adjusted by either Jerry or Mike Boyer or whoever may sit in the seat. Or by me. Here's a handoff to Zandir. He's got the left side hurdles at the 40, hits the ground, the ball comes out. Let's see if, if they're gonna say he was down by contact, which I believe they are. They're marking the ball at the 42 yard line. So a 12-yard run for Jaden Zandier. The ball came out when he hit the turf. Couldn't tell, on, it was on the far side of the field. Couldn't tell if the ball was still in play. But a flag apparently on the field as Exeter is walking back. Zandier hurdled the defender. <laughs> and, as, and, and as he did that, the defender started coming up. 
forced him awkwardly down, and that pushed the ball right out of his hands. So the ball now being walked off against Exeter. The original line of scrimmage, the 30. Take it back five. Ball now on the 25, so it's second and 10. The 12-yard run by Jaden Zandir is negated. That's a shame. Riley Martinez coming from the sideline with the play. Huddles him up. They've got it. They break the huddle. They're over the ball. Martinez is in the gun. He's got Zandir to his right. There's a little confusion. Tyler Flanders tried to run off the field. And with that, Exeter calls time. 4.58 yes, to do. go here in the first 7-0 Warwick. We'll be right back after these messages. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Why don't you turn me loose so I can run away? Why don't you turn me loose so I can run It's football season, and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. Martinez has the ball. He tries to throw into triple coverage to hit Zach Zandir. It falls incomplete on the near side at the 35 on the hash. In the meantime, we have Carter Redding running down the field. Perhaps it was too far a pass for him, but he was wide open. Martinez a bit too aggressive right there. Three Warriors around Zach Zandir, and he tried to fit it in there. It's incomplete. Third and 10. Ball remains on the 25. Exeter breaks the huddle. Martinez will be in the gun again. He's got Jaden Zandier to his right. Single receivers left and right. Receiver in the slot right. Here's the snap. He drops straight back, gets it to Zandier, but he throws it too quickly out in front of him. Didn't set his feet at all. Zandier can't get it. It's off his hand as he stretched forward to try to get it. Incomplete. And Exeter will kick it away. Not understanding what I'm seeing here, Darren. They, they, they don't appear to be in sync at all. I would absolutely agree. Something like that, again, Riley, you would think, would set his feet, give a nice floater out there, let Jaden make the play. Exactly. But the ball a little hurried. Here comes a flag from deep the back judge. So the ball on the 25, the back judge in Warwick territory throws it at the 45. I'm not sure as far as, so I think it's a five yard penalty against Warwick, an illegal substitution, 12 men in the huddle. So bring them out five, but it's still fourth and five. Nate Pashley has it, he's gonna kick it away. It's a nice kick. Ball comes down at the 35, it's fumbled, 
and he dives on it at the 31-yard line. Quinn Kerr back to receive. Didn't clean it field, uh, didn't field it cleanly. Ultimately dives on it on the 31-yard line. That's where Warwick will have it first and 10. So let's, uh, let's get a stop here, Darren, and let's take the ball back and march down the field and get the equalizing score. No doubt the defense has to assert themselves right here. Evans is in the gun. Single setback behind him. It's the handoff running right. There's a lot of room. Handing it off to Jack Coons, a 5'11 senior. He'll bring it out to the 36-yard line. It's five yards. It'll be second and five. Great job by Coons there to get five yards against a stout Exeter defense. This is a defense, as I mentioned, they need to step up right now, need to stop Warwick, get the ball back, let the offense do what they're capable of. So Evans in the gun, single setback, two receivers left, fakes the handoff. Here's Ryan McConnell chasing him out of the pocket to the right. He fires across his body. It's complete. It'll bring the ball to the 43-yard line. It's a 12-yard completion to Keldon Loral, a 5'10 senior. That was a great tackle. <laughs> I mean, he, he crushed him, but uh, got a first down. 13 yards on the pass play. Nice job by Evans coming across his body. So first and 10, ball on the 43. And here is and that's gonna be taking a look on the far side. It's Keegan sneering Sabatka who jumps offside. So the penalties that we talked about that have haunted Exeter show up again there. Five yards on the offside, so make it first and five. Ball marked at the 48-yard line of the Warriors. Evans comes out in the gun, single setback behind him, two receivers right, here's the snap. It's the handoff, looking to run up the middle, not a whole lot there. They're able to string it. Jack Coons can't find a whole lot of room. Take a look, see if they give him the 49 and they do. So that's a one yard gain. So call it third down and four with the ball on the 49 yard line. Call it second down. I called it, it was actually first down play. So second and four. Evans in the gun, single setback, two receivers to the right. It's a handoff coming to the near side. It's going to be Coons. He's driving, driving. He's going to get wow, the first man. down into Exeter territory. Take the ball all the way down to the 44-yard line. So what you're telling me here is a 1-4 team that lost 49 to nothing is imposing its will on Exeter. Well, I think this is one of those where... You, you've got to take a look at your opponent from week to week and make sure that you prepare correctly. Here is Coons running to the right again. No room. 
but he's able to be corralled by Logan Wegman. Great job, Logan Wegman. Reached out, grabbed him. I thought they might call a horse collar there, but he was able to get him by the jersey. Precisely. So no gain on the play. It'll be second and 10. A player down Scores. for Warwick. Yeah, I didn't throw it out. They call timeout, and they're going to take a look at him. That will give us time. That will give us time. For a quick break, 149 to go here in the first. 7-0 Warwick. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. You, Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the Oldies on Monday, Open Mic Tuesday, Trivia or Live Music on Wednesday, Thursday is Karaoke with Angie, and Live Music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The New Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Jack Coons is able to walk off on his own power. Always good to see. This is Zach Zandier, and if you want to hear more. Oops. And there's Zach Zandier for you. Ava. <laughs> so the Warriors over the ball. Evans in the gun. Single setback to his right. Two receivers right. Here's the snap. He drops straight back. He's looking. He's looking right. He fires right. It's incomplete. It's at the feet of his receiver, Judah Willard a six foot two inch junior. That so, looked to, to me like they weren't in sync, Darren, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's a situation where he's rolling right, trying to hit him, not a whole lot of room there to fit that pass in. It's at his feet, so it brings up a big third and nine. If you're the Exeter defense, you wanna get off the field right here. That'd be good. Evans going to be in the gun, two receivers right, two left, one in the slot right. Here's the snap. He's got it dropped straight back, Look, looking left. There's nothing there. Logan Wegman wraps you. him up, takes yes, him Logan. down, and it'll bring up fourth down. He is having a great game. Logan Wegman coming off the right end, got by him a little bit, so Evans tried to sneak up in the pocket to his left a little bit. Wegman did a nice job putting the brakes on, came back, and drags him down. Who's the man? Logan Wegman's the man. Logan Wegman. Yes. Come on, Jerry. You had it. <laughs> the Warriors will kick it away <laughs> from their own 44. It's in the air. Nate Pashley back. It hits at the 15. It takes a, 
a Warwick bounce. Rolls inside the 10 to about the, let's say the seven yard line. Wow. And that's where Exeter will take over, first and 10. They really let that thing roll out. I guess I don't blame them. After that first bounce, it looked like Exeter could get something favorable, but the second bounce took it further into Eagles territory. It's like one of those things where you don't try to dribble a football. Doesn't usually help. <laughs> Not well. 34 seconds to go here in the first. 7-0 Warwick. Riley Martinez will come out in the gun. He's got Jaden Zandier to his left. Zandier takes the handoff. He's running right, trying to stretch the field. Not much there. Feet slip out under him after only a gain of three. Yeah, it looked like he lost his footing there a little bit. That right foot, he went to plan it and it just kept going. So second and seven, put the ball at the 10 yard line. That could be the last play of the first quarter. We're winding down, no sense of urgency on the field and indeed that will be the final play of the first quarter. We've played one here in Lidditz. The Warriors seven, the Eagles nothing. We'll be back with second quarter action after this. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Italian restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. This is Zach Zandier, and if you want to hear more about the team and Exeter Sports, tune into the Exeter Sports Network. We start the second quarter. Exeter with the ball, second and seven. The ball marked at their own 10. They line up over the ball. Martinez will be in the gun. I believe Pharrell Caceres now in the game behind him at running back. Single receiver to the left. Genuine Stutzman slot left. Here's the snap. Handed off to Caceres. He's running right up the middle. He's got some room. Gets across the 15 to the 16-yard line. Give him six yards. It'll bring up third and one. Here, a little over the mountain by Ozzy, Done by the Warwick Band. Excellent. So Exeter looking to show a little bit different front here. They bring in Pharrell Caceres to start the second. He picks up six, it's third and one. They're over the ball. Martin is under center now in the I formation. Hand off to the up back. It's gonna be a first down, but flags fly. And I think they're going to call a procedure call against yep, Exeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave it to Stutzman. He ran off the right side, got it 
down to the 20-yard line, which would have been enough for a first down, but another penalty bites Exeter. Take it back to the 11, it becomes third and six. Riley Martin is in a trio of Exeter Eagles come in with the play from the sideline. They break the huddle. Martinez will be in the gun. Pharrell Caceres sidecar left, a receiver right and left. He's rolling, rolling. He hits genuine Stutzman on the left side. Stutzman fighting, fighting, but two players there for Warwick are able to stop him. Trevor Evans and Jackson Shelby. But they take a look and it's enough for a first down. So six yards on the play. One of those give credit to genuine Stutzman for fighting for that extra yardage with two Warriors hanging all over him. It's a six yard catch and an Exeter first down. A big first down to sustain this drive. Martinez in the gun. He's got Caceres to his left. Single receivers right and left. Here's the snap. Caceres has it, no he doesn't. Riley Martinez running around left end. He's got a lot of room. He's at the 50, the 40, a 30, 20, 10, and he gets it into the end zone. Touchdown, Exeter. There we go. There is the big play. That was the one. That is an 82 yard touchdown run for Riley Martinez. Fakes the handoff, goes around left end outraces the defense, and we're within a PAT of tying this up. There was the one. Indeed, there was the one. Nice job of blocking on the left side of the line, able to seal it. No laundry on the field, always a good thing to see. And Robbie Gaston waiting for the snap to punch it through. It's down, his foot's through it. And it is good, 10.15 to go here in the second. We are all tied up at seven. We'll be right back, it's the Exeter Sports Network. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Exeter's got the ball on the tee. Jake Franick will kick it off. We've got some scores from the evening from Ava. So it looks like Governor Mifflin and Wilson in the second are tied up 7-7. Cedar Crest versus Reading High, they're tied at 0 Twin Valley and Solanco. Twin Valley's up 7-0 in the second. Uh, Burks Catholic versus Conrad Weiser. We have 7-0. Lancaster Catholic versus Hamburg is 6-3. Lancaster's up. Northern Lebanon versus Schuylkill Valley is 0-0 in the second. 
And Hemfield versus Penn Manor. Hemfield's up 13 to six in the first. Warwick takes the kickoff. They bring it out to the 35 yard line. Their own 35, that's where they'll take over first and 10. Nice job by Warwick, about a 25 yard return there. So Evans is gonna be in the gun. Two receivers right, one slot right, two receivers left. Here's the snap. He's got it, drops straight back. He's looking right, fires it over the middle. It's too high, it's picked <laughs> off. Nate Pashley at the Eagle 48-yard line goes over top the oh. receiver. Wow. Takes it away from him. The receiver, Owen Hirsch. <laughs> the ball thrown high. Nate Pashley climbs the ladder, takes it away. And Exeter back in business again on their own 48. Can I see that replay very quickly? In slow-mo. Sure, let's let's go to the replay. ESPN Rewind. Darren, I think something happened, and Exeter's awake. The Beast is awake. We shall see. First and 10 on their own 48. Martinez in the gun. Caceres to his left. Caceres has it. He's running right. He's got a lot of room. The 40, the 35, still on his feet fighting for yardage. Wow, man. Taking a look uh, at the head official. Head official vehemently blowing his whistle. There is a flag, is a flag. And it's going to be a penalty against Exeter. An illegal block in the back, I believe. So that play that took it inside the 40, call it a 13 yard run negated by the penalty. See where they essentially mark it. They bring it back to the 46-yard line. So it essentially becomes a loss of two. So it'll be first and 12 with the ball marked at the 46-yard line. What a shame. Caceres, great run, wiped out by another penalty. Martinez in the gun, Caceres to his left, two receivers left, there's the snap. Here is a handoff to Caceres, he's doing some juking, but he can't find a, a, an open hole. He's gonna go down for no gain. He's gonna lose two. In fact, he's gonna lose a couple yards exactly there, Jerry. It'll be second and 14. Looked like there was a little confusion in the backfield as Caceres initially came left and then put a foot in the ground, went back to the right, took the handoff. Yeah, it didn't look smooth, did it? It did not. Nice job, credit Warwick though. The front seven playing aggressively, able to hold, with the exception of that 82-yard TD run, holding Exeter in check. Here's Martinez in the gun. He's got the snap, throws it to the near side. Pashley has it, he makes one man miss. He's got the 50, he's got the 40. Going for extra yardage beyond the 35. Nice job, Nate Pashley, able to outmaneuver a few defenders after catching a short pass in the left flat. They're gonna take the ball all the way down to the 33-yard line. It's a 23-yard catch and run for Pashley. Darren, somewhere around the 35. Ashley just took Judah Willard and shoved him down to the ground to push him out of his way. Beautiful. First and 10 for Exeter. 
Martinez in the gun. He's going to hand it off to Caceres, trying to do some sidestepping. Does a nice job of it, actually. He'll get inside the 30, give him the 29. It'll be a gain of four. And second and six. Nice run by Caceres there. No flag on the field. We're in good shape. Darren, you know I'm looking. We could have taken that center booth. Could we have? Well, there was a lot of equipment there already, so who knew? 8.15 to go here in the second. We're tied at seven. Martinez in the gun. Two receivers right. He's going to fake the handoff. Here's Martinez running left again. He's going to get the 20-yard line. It'll be enough for a first down. We'll see where they put it. Very well could be right on the 20. Darren, this kid, I'll tell you what. He could have taken the easy exit out, and he didn't. He barreled right into two of their players to get that extra yard. So a nine-yard run for Riley Martinez sets up first and 10 with the ball on the 20. Martinez in the gun. He's got Caceres behind him. Caceres with the handoff, trying to sidestep, but he can't do it. Nice job. The Warwick left end. They just kind of spun him around and pulled him down. Number 44, Ryan Strathmeyer. An outside linebacker able to get up on the line, force the issue. Pushes the ball back to the 21-yard line, so call it a loss of one. So, Darren, with all that complaining I just did that we could have taken the center, <laughs> this is a great spot, and we need to thank A.D. Earl Hazel for accommodating us tonight. Absolutely, we do. Exeter over the ball. They call timeout. 7.23 to go here in the second. We're tied at 7. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. Musso's Italian Restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Exeter employing a little bit different running attack here in the second. In the first, it was Jaden Zandier tried to use his speed around the ends. Now they're using Pharrell Caceres to go inside the tackles. Here's a fake handoff. Martinez throwing it over top to Tyler Flanders running a post route on the left side. It's too far incomplete. It'll bring up third down. Nice try there, Darren, but uh, didn't quite make that throw. We'll get him here. There were a couple Warwick defenders back there, but Riley certainly has the arm to make those throws. They come out of the huddle. Riley Martinez in the gun. Caceres to his right, two receivers right. He's rolling right. He's looking, he's looking, fires it. 
Nobody open. He throws it out of bounds. It's incomplete. It'll bring up fourth down. And here is a little bit of a decision. Fourth and 11 with the ball on the 21-yard line. I'm taking the three. Ava, what are you doing? Doing scores. Do you, Not what I mean. Do you attempt the 37-yard field goal? Does your kicker have the leg? Yes. Well, in this case, Exeter is going to go for it. So Riley Martinez in the gun. Caceres to his right, two receivers right. There's the snap. He's rolling right. He brings it back to the left. Genuine Stutzman has it. Makes one man miss, and he's going to take it into the end zone. Touchdown, Exeter. 21 yards. Riley Martinez to Genuine Stutzman. It was an off play. Martinez rolls right, brings it back to the near side to Stutzman. There was one man to miss. He got the block and takes it into the end zone. And Exeter has a 13-7 lead. That right there, Darren, is why I am in the booth and not on the sideline. (laughs) Who made the right call? So Exeter, on the strength of the 21-yard touchdown pass, waiting for the Robbie Gaston PAT. He punches it in the air. It goes through and it's good. 7.06 to go. Here in the second, it's Exeter 14, Warwick 7. We'll be back. See Exeter Sports Network. He used to read his sports takes every morning in the newspaper. Now you can find Mike Drago stories in a new format on MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football inside and out, all season and all year long. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's football. Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams. Mike's unequaled coverage is just a click away at MikeDragoSports.com. Subscribe today. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Jake Frannick has the ball on the tee. He's kicking right to left. Waiting for the official to give him the okay. He does. He puts it in the air. It's a great kick. Ball comes down at the nine-yard line. He's got the 15, the 20, the 30, breaks it to the outside. He's able to get all the way out to the 40. They're going to bring him all the way to the 40. Well, they're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the 44-yard line. That's a 34-yard return for Malachi Rodriguez. Great block down there by, uh, let's see, Jackson Shelby on an Exeter player. Got uh, got the runner an extra maybe five, six yards. Really well executed. So put the ball at the 44-yard line of the Warriors. First and 10. Evans in the gun. He's got a single setback. It's McClune. It's the handoff. It's actually going to go to the left side. It's Coons. Still on his feet, fighting for the 50-yard line. That's what they're going to give him. It's a six-yard run. Call it second and four. Nice job, Warwick. Picking up a nice amount on first down, running over Exeter's right side. Very nice job, creating a hole and then running with him and, and clearing a path. 
Got six yards out of that. It's a good start. Warwick breaks the huddle. Evans will be in the gun again. He'll have Coons behind him. Two receivers to the left, one slot right. Here's the snap. Trying to draw off Exeter, and indeed they do. Looks like Cameron Howizak on the near side jumps. So it'll give five yards, and it'll give Warwick a first down. Six penalties already for Exeter in tonight's game. And we're halfway through the second. It's got to be 40, 45 yards, right? Never good. No. So first and 10, put the ball on the Eagle 45-yard line. Evans is in the gun. He's got Coons behind him. Single receivers right and left. Slot right. Here's the snap. They try to run off to the right. He's able to avoid one defender. Zach Zandier tried to get him from the backside. Couldn't catch up to him. But Coons able to take it down to the 41-yard line, which is going to be a gain of four. And it'll be second and six. They're to the line quickly here. Evans in the gun again. Coons is to his right. Single receivers right and left. Slot right. Here's the snap. He drops straight back, he's looking left, he's forced out of the pocket, rolling right, throwing it deep right. Nigel Meekins turns, able to make a play on the ball, incomplete. I think that Meeks got away with one there. I saw a push just before the ball got there. So incomplete, down at the Warriors or the Eagle 10 yard line. Evans going for Keldon Loral. It'll bring up third. They're calling it seven, so we're going to call it a long six or a short seven. Ball at the 41. Evans all alone in the gun. He's got two receivers left, two right, one slot left. Here's the snap. He drops straight back. He's looking. McConnell blitzes, not able to get it. He throws it deep. Nigel Meekins okay, looks back, but he runs the into the receiver before he can make a play. This is going to be pass interference yes, it is. on Meekins. Again, Keldon Lorau going deep. Meekins turned the head a little too late running into the receiver. And this will take the ball deep into where, let's see if it's a spot foul, or actually I don't think it's a spot foul. I think it's a yardage foul. Got away with one, but they got him on the second one. Another penalty for Exeter. They'll walk off 15. Yeah, it's got to take him to 60 yards already in this game. First and 10 with the ball now on the 26-yard line. Evans in the gun. He's got two receivers left, two to the right. Slot left. Here's the snap. Motion right to left. Fake the jet sweep. He's running right up the middle. He's got room. He'll take it down to the 20-yard line. It'll be a gain of six and second and short. 
Exeter thrown off by the motion, looking for the jet sweep. Evans pulled it back, ran right up the middle for the six-yard run. Four and a half to go here in the second. Evans all by himself. Two receivers left, two right, slot left. There's motion right to left. The ball fumbled on the ground, but a flag's thrown. Coach Bauer not looking for the flag because Exeter able to fall on it. Logan Wegman did it, but they're calling procedure against Warwick. So a dead ball foul. Walk the ball back five yards. It'll bring up second and nine with the ball on the 25. I, you got something out of it, I guess, but it's the ball hit the, the man in motion. It was a fumble, and one of our guys fell on it. What a shame. That's a little unlucky right there. Yeah. Evans again alone in the backfield in the shotgun. Two left, two right. Here's the snap. He's looking left. He's looking left. He ducks under one, fires it across the middle. It's complete. It's good. He hits Judah Willard. Taking the ball, let's see where they will mark this one. Mark it at the 17. So call that an eight-yard pass play. It's going to bring up third and one. Very nice job. Uh, keeping his legs moving and making that pass. Under duress, by the way. Warwick breaks the huddle, but before that happens, they want a replacement for a couple players. Not sure what's going on here. The official allowing Warwick to make some on-field adjustments. Evans is gonna be in the gun. He's got a single setback behind him. Two receivers left, slot right. Here's the snap. It's a handoff going right up the middle. He drops it. He puts the ball on the turf. It looked like he was going to go into the pile and get the first down. But the ball comes loose, and he's not able to advance it. That's Jack Coons. Yeah, he was fortunate to snag that. I mean, the ball, there's something going on here. The ball just hit the ground, and it died. So if anything, it's a half a yard loss. Call it fourth and about one and a half. And we've got a timeout on the field. 2.53 to go here in the second. Exeter 14, Warwick 7. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Musso's Italian Restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. Warwick over the ball, Evans in the gun. He's got Coons behind him, single receiver right and left, awaiting the snap. And he calls, There's a. they don't actually call it this time. 
Okay, that was a little bizarre. Exeter jumps offside. He's able to get back, and no flag is thrown. Wait about five seconds, and then the back judge comes in and stops the play. So they're, the official's having a discussion right now. Here's where we say somebody needs a Snickers. <laughs> they oh, now you throw a flag. Oh, what and a And they're going to call offside on Exeter. <laughs> I'm not going to say <laughs> necessarily if you're going to throw that flag, you've got to throw it right away. You're going to call it and throw that flag right away. The fact that he was able to get back, they don't throw it. Then they waited five to seven seconds until the back judge comes in, stops the play. Then after a conference, they throw the flag. So it turns out to be fourth and one. Actually, I'm sorry. That makes it first down. It's first and goal now. Here is a handoff, a fake handoff. Evans going up the middle. Give him about five. He'll get to about the five-yard line. Let's see where the yardage marker is. An interesting turn of events right there. So give him four. It'll be second and goal. Put the ball on the six-yard line. Darren, question for you. Yeah. In the thousands of games <laughs> at all levels that you've watched, have you ever seen that? Absolutely not. Evans in the gun, two receivers left and right, slot right. Here's the snap. There's motion left to right. It's a fake jet sweep, and there is nowhere to go. Nate Govan, Tyler Flanders meet at the quarterback, take him down. It's a loss of four, and it'll bring up third and goal. Bodies got in there. Bodies dropped the quarterback. Good job, Govan and Flanders. They deserve a Snickers. They do. <laughs> Third and goal with the ball on the 10. It's a great idea for, for a player of the game reward. Evans is going to be in the gun. Two receivers left, two receivers right. He's awaiting the snap. Motion left to right. Fake the sweep. Fires it over the middle. He makes the completion, but it's short of the goal line. Take it to the two-yard line. So an eight-yard pass, but it's going to bring up fourth and goal with the ball around the two-yard line. One minute and running here in the second quarter. Unsure who made that stop, but he just bumped him and, and <laughs> bumped him down to the ground. I think it was Nate Pashley who came up and gave him a shoulder, and down he goes. Yeah. Fourth and goal, ball on the two-yard line, the clock running, and I think Warwick finally took time out. They were going to let the clock run all the way down. We're going to keep it right here. So Next. I know Ava was scrolling frantically. <laughs> I believe she's got some scores for us. Go ahead. So at this point, Governor Mifflin versus Wilson, they're tied 14-14. Cedar Crest and Reading High. Cedar Crest up 22-0. Twin Valley versus Solanco, they're both still tied. Actually, excuse me, tied 7-7 now in the second. Berks Catholic versus Conrad Weiser, it's 7-12. Conrad Weiser's up. Lancaster Catholic versus Hamburg. Lancaster Catholic's up 19-3 in the second. Sorry, I keep trying to check if they're back off from that <laughs> timeout. <laughs> You're doing great. 
Uh, Northern Lebanon versus Google Valley is still 0-0 in the second. And it looks like they're going back on the field, so we'll give them more scores later. All right, so they call timeout. 35 seconds left here in the second quarter. A big play, fourth and goal. The ball on the two-yard line. Warwick comes from the sideline. The ball is on the far hash. That's where it's marked. Evans in the gun. Two receivers left, one right, slot right. Here's the snap. There's motion. He's got the snap. He's rolling right, rolling right. Fires it to the far corner of the end zone. He can't hold on. It's incomplete. And Exeter will take over. Yeech. Let's go. It was a close play, rolling right. Aiden Dauble, a nice job putting pressure on Evans as he's rolling out to his right. Probably had to get it uh, released a little sooner than he would have liked. Can't come up with it in the far right corner of the end zone. And it's a turnover on downs, and Exeter escapes. Darren, there was room to fit that pass in, and he actually made a very nice throw. Receiver just couldn't hold on to it. So 30 seconds. Exeter will take probably a knee or two. Yeah, go into the locker room with the lead. Absolutely. Take no chances. Martinez is under center. That's exactly what will happen. Oh, they're going to hand the ball off to the up man. Clock running. And that'll be the last play here of the first half. Yeah. We've played one yeah. half in Linnitz. It's Exeter 14, Warwick 7. Well, wait a minute. They haven't left the field yet. So I'm waiting to see. They're just actually letting the clock run out. I thought they'd let them walk off the field before we had double zeros, but they only let them go once the double zeros hit. So we've played one half here in Lenitz, 14-7 Exeter. We'll be back with halftime comments after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gilliff Media.
Musso's Italian Restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. It's football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. And now, back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Lidditz, 14-7 Exeter here at halftime. Jerry, as we take a look at how that first half transpired, Exeter came out, they they just couldn't get it together in their first possession. There just didn't seem to be any unity. It was a lot of fragmented plays. The ball was on the turf a couple times, and at that point, it, it, it seemed like it, it could take a little time for them to gather it together. Now, couple that in the next possession, Warwick then with that trick play, which takes it deep into Exeter territory, they mm-hmm. get the touchdown, and yep. now you're scratching your head thinking, okay, as you mentioned in the pregame, Exeter started off slow to begin the season a yep. couple times. Yep. Were we going to see that again tonight? Yeah, and, and I, I, I've used the expression two or three times tonight, scratching your head. It, it, it's making me scratch my head because the team that I saw come out of, of the gate last week, like, you know, like, like somebody shot them out of a cannon, just did not appear this week. Is there some kind of a lag from, from, from the game last week? Because it was a walk. Let's call it what it was. It was a walk. So is there a lags? And, and I, I mean, it's good to see that they've taken the initiative and we're hopeful that the second half is going to be like they're going to get in there, Bauer rips into them, and they're going to come out on five. I think it's, it's your classic 
as a player, now the coaching staff knows you always have to be aware of playing down to your competition. And I mm-hmm. think as players at the high school level, that's probably a little bit harder to do because you, you get a little bit of attitude about you. It's, hey, we're Exeter. We won 51 nothing, and some of the other larger scores. And you take a look at the history of the team that you're playing. Well, we usually crush them. And maybe, maybe the focus isn't where it needs to be right. to start the game. Right. And it, tes- it does take a little bit of time in order to have everybody around that single focus like, okay, this is a game we have to treat it like any other. And then as we saw, Exeter coming around on that next possession of theirs where Martinez takes it 82 yards around the end. Talk about speed, being able to outrun everybody and – they're able to tie it up so it it was again real good to see them come alive there in that second quarter and you just you have to wonder where where their heads were and wonder the ear beating that they're taking right now well the defense struggled a little early as far as warwick being able to run the football actually between the tackles they had a lot of success running the ball up the middle, whereas Exeter in that first quarter tried to take Jason uh, Jaden Zandier around the ends to really no success whatsoever. But then they do find some, but it's the defense that's the catalyst because then Evans trying to throw over the middle, Nate Pashley climbs the ladder, takes it away from the kid, And from that, 48, 52 yards later, I should say, and on a fourth down, Riley Martinez hits Genuine Stutzman. A nice play. Riley rolling to the right, so, of course, the defense moving with him. He brings it all the way back to the near side to Genuine Stutzman. He gets a nice block in front of him. Nobody else there, and Exeter has their first lead. Great play call by the coaches, fourth and 11. Nearly everybody had to be thinking like I was. Hey, go for yeah 37 yards but go for a field goal take the three they stood in there and they made it happen and it was really a beautiful play and that's what gave him the lead it's 14-7 so Warwick takes over the ball and give them credit much like Governor Mifflin several weeks ago they've been able to move the football now the end result as far as the points hasn't been able to show up on the scoreboard Mm -hmm. but they take over the ball at the 44 if you remember it was a nice 34 yard kickoff return yep giving him great field position at the 44 very methodically now of of course a couple penalties that one strange penalty which it probably was offside but if you're throwing the flag throw it right away don't let it don't let it happen you've got multiple officials out there if you're going to throw the flag throw the flag right away call the penalty boom fine the fact that you don't initially you're you're essentially admitting there is no penalty. Right. So the fact that it was a good, again, five, seven, ten seconds later that the back judge finally comes in, stops playing, goes, oh, wait, let's talk about this. And then even after the Snickers moment, they throw the flag, walk off the five. Thankfully, it doesn't hurt Exeter because of that fourth down play, which, of course, the receiver couldn't pull in in the corner of the end zone there. But... Again, give credit to Warwick. They're able to move the ball, but Exeter's bend-but-don't-break mentality comes up strong again, and they go into halftime with the lead. 
Darren, I, I don't know how often in my life I've seen officials talk about whether they should throw a flag for an offside penalty. It's a pretty obvious thing. It's almost like a knee-jerk reaction. Like a lot of times when you see the offsides, the motion, whatever, you go, that's completely debatable. Well, guess what? They debated it. Now, if, if I make the Angel Hernandez reference, would you have any idea what I'm talking about? No, no. All right, so there are several people, I'm sure, that are listening to us with a big smile on their face right now because they know exactly where I'm going with this. Angel Hernandez is probably the worst umpire in Major League Baseball today. And just okay. last night during the Phillies game, Bryce Harper up to bat, full count, a yeah. check swing. You would have called it a check swing. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. in real time, you would have called it a check swing. I saw this. Angel Hernandez is down at third base, rings him up calling it a strike. Right. All right, I mean, and he's been doing this all season long, strike mm -hmm. calls behind the plate. The mm -hmm. ball could be up here at his eyes, and it's a strike three, that kind of thing. <laughs> that was similar to what we saw out there. In fact, I'm convinced that Angel Hernandez took the night off for Major League Baseball, decided to visit Lidditz PA tonight, and <laughs> stump the crowd with one of those calls as the back judge. So instead of getting two grand to call a Phillies game, or a Pirates game, whatever. He came to Lidditz he needed for the Snickers. $82. Apparently, he doesn't do the Snickers thing on the field in Philadelphia. <laughs> he had to go outside of Philadelphia. Lidditz, not, you know, hop, skip, and a jump not too far away. Um, but apparently, the rapper is still down there on the field. He apparently didn't clean up after himself. Uh, perhaps <laughs> we should give them Snickers wrappers to throw instead of yellow flags. What do you think? There is, there is an idea. All right. Wait, we need to do something for anybody listening, for anybody listening at the next Exeter home game. Now, we're not promoting Snickers here. Don't get me wrong. But the first person that throws a Snickers on a bad call, we give him like a T-shirt. <laughs> Darren, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll buy a bag. I'll buy a bag of, of, of the small Snickers for uh, Halloween and we'll throw them out into the crowd. How's oh, that? Oh, look out. Yeah, but it'll probably go through the bleachers and no one will end up holding anything because... Like your phone did that time? Like my phone did that time. That's right. Yeah, it got stuck in between the bleachers. Couldn't find it. All right, so the... Warwick Band doing a great job entertaining that was the, the crowd. Exeter band, oh, it was the Exeter Band. Yeah, it's it's blue. You think I would see that? Duh. Yeah. <laughs> ay ay ay. <laughs> All right. So we've got two minutes. Jerry, you want to take a little bit of a break here? Or wait a minute, we're going no, to we're scores. Going to Ava. Uh -huh. Oh, we're going to Ava. We've got the Strauss Report coming at you right now. Ava, take it away. So as much as we enjoy talking about football, I do want to give some of our other Exeter sports some spotlight. So our boys soccer team beat Governor Mifflin Wednesday 1-0, not in a single, but a double overtime. Our girls soccer team beat Wilson 2-1 and Governor Mifflin 3-0 last Yay. week, and they soon play Governor Mifflin again home. So I hope to see them win that again. They're doing amazing this season. Boys and girls water polo had very close games against Muhlenberg, our dear friends, this past week, and ending their week off at Help me out here. How do you pronounce this? Episcopal. Episcopal Academy. And our boys team won 10-4. to Field hockey won against Fleetwood 3-0, to which was a very big win for them. And they play Twin Valley tomorrow morning. Girls tennis beat Twin Valley and Daniel Boone this week, qualifying them for the Berks County Team Tournament girls, girls. starting Fantastic. October 6th. That's awesome. 
And along with the BCIAA Girls Tennis Individuals starting tomorrow at 9 a.m., Boys and Girls Cross Country went 3-0, to zero and they play in the Paul Short Inv Invitational at Lehigh University. And last but not least, the Girls Volleyball beat Governor Mifflin Saturday morning 3-1, to one, along with wins against Redding and Daniel Boone, both 3-0'd this past week. And we had to Ephrata, Ephrata tomorrow morning for a non-league match. A lot Good going job, on. Ava. Congratulations, Bunch Ava. That was fantastic. Good luck to you with Thank volleyball. You. We'll be hearing the Strauss report at halftime every week now. Yes, we will. You know, what can I say? A lot going on. We talk about the renaissance at Exeter, and through your report, obviously a lot of good things happening, a lot of fantastic programs in the Exeter district and at the high school level. Yep, sports not just in football, but at Exeter right now are doing outstanding. We have a lot of younger players this year, but they've been really picking up a lot of the teams which is great to see and Darren what we just heard is something that I've wanted to be hearing in this broadcast from the beginning of time but we've just never had the ability to put it all together however I this morning I, I just I got a wild hair and I said "Ooh, we should do this and I immediately texted you and Ava and said we're doing this tonight that's right, and when Jerry says do something, you know he, he's kind of like you know that little cranky baby in the crib. You Poking know, you gotta with a stick. you gotta do just enough to keep him happy so he can fall asleep. You know, with his pacifier. What do babies do in the crib? <laughs> I don't. You know what? I'm not going there. <laughs> you can say whatever you want to there, and I will just nod. Ryan's not w here. We can't say that word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so, so far inside. <laughs> so we're looking at two minutes now. We're winding down to start the second half. Warwick will receive. And we'll see. One of the things that happens, Jerry, is because of Exeter's size, something that does happen is a team like Warwick, not necessarily the size that Exeter does. Exeter will wear you down. They just they've got the size just such big boys and it's the wear and tear the wear and tear the wear and tear and then that's when Exeter takes over they'll start owning the field and the defense will come alive and shut them down it's a great point Darren there's something to be said for the wearing down effect for the grinding them down because I mean you know when you're I would imagine when you're outsized like that that you've got to work a little bit harder against those guys and so big defense against an offensive line offensive line is eventually going to wear down and the scoring their scoring will stop while ours is still strong and we've talked about this before when you take a look at the players that Exeter has Logan Wegman 6'5 246 Chase Zandier 6'5 303 Matthew McConnell 6 foot 255. Kevin Oswald, 6'3", 200. Uh, Avin Acuna has been in there, 5'11", 240. Ryan McConnell, 6'2", 248. Uh, you talk about, and I know I'm forgetting, Nate Govan, the second, 6'1", 225. Keegan Sneering Sabatka, 6'1", 228. You go on and on and on. Joel Amarino as a sophomore, 6'2", 230 just the size to wear you down over and over and over. Tyler Flanders, another one. He's 6'1", 185, a junior. 
Uh, you know, obviously, by next year, he's going to add some muscle there. Uh, so you're going to be looking at a 200-plus-pound player there. But just player after player that Exeter can throw at you just with that kind of size, it, it takes its toll. And with the number of people that you're talking about there, that means there are replacements to get guys rest. Sure. Is the room moving, or is it, it me? Yeah, I think it might be you. Okay. So Jake right. Franick has it on the tee. It's going to be a squib to the near side, taken, and basically he dives on it at the 35-yard line. Take a look who did that for Warwick for you. It's going to be Bodie Madera, 5'10", sophomore. So Bodie's becoming a hip name. Apparently. So he corrals it. Warwick will have it first and 10. Why is it Warwick is kind of like a tongue twister for me? Warwick. It's, two I, I, it's War three W's in a row. Warwick Warriors. Probably because I like Warwick Dunn, who did the Leprechaun movies. Some of the greatest movies you'll ever see. If you haven't watched them out there, watch the Leprechaun movies. All right, so Evans is in the gun. He's got Coons behind him. The handoff trying to run up the middle. Still on his feet. He gets stacked up. He's able to barrel his way through for a couple yards. Call it two. It'll be second and eight. And great job by, uh, that was Evans? It was actually Coons was the one who was uh, running. Great job by Coons to keep his legs moving. He he took all three of those yards just by not, by refusing to go down. So they give him a three-yard run. Bring it out to the 38-yard line. Evans in the gun, Coons to his right, two receivers left, there's the snap. He's looking left, looking left. He throws it deep. It was over Nate Pashley's head, but too short for the defense, for the receiver, I should say. So it falls incomplete. But that was one where the receiver had some room behind Nate, but that would have been a pretty long throw. Not sure QB had the arm strength in order to get it there, probably about 40, 45 yards. Yeah, the the receiver, Nate could easily have had it as well, but uh, the the receiver was going to the end zone if he'd gotten that ball. Evans comes out in the gun, two receivers right, two left, slot left. Here's the snap. Aiden Dauble coming off the end, but he's able to get rid of it. It's complete on the far side. It's going to be enough for a first down. Yep. Take it all the way out to the Warwick 49-yard line. Yep. It's 11 yards on the catch and a first down. Really nice pass. Really nice pass. Great play by Warwick. First and 10 ball on their own 49. Evans comes out in the gun again. Two receivers right and left. Motion left to right. It's a fake jet sweep trying to run up the middle. Not a whole lot there. He'll get the 50 into Exeter territory. They'll mark it at the 49. So a two-yard run, second and eight. Good job by the Exeter defense containing that one. They were just all bunched up, and he wasn't going to get too far. Exeter having problems when they would put the man in motion, the fake jet sweep. They would seem to go for that, but nice job shutting it down. Evans in the gun. Drops straight back, looks to the right this time, fires it. 
Hits his receiver in the hands at the Eagle 40-yard line. That's Keldon Loral, but he can't hold on. Can't really put that there any better. As my brother used to say, hit him in a bad spot right in the hands. That's exactly what happened. So third and nine, marked the ball just inside the 50 in Eagles territory. Evans again in the gun, same set. Two receivers left and right, slot right. Here's the snap. The QB steps back, doesn't get the ball on the snap, so this is going to be a procedure call against Warwick. Obviously, QB on a different snap count than the center and everybody else. Very funny. Aiden Dauble made the call. <laughs> he was going to make sure that they saw it. So procedure against the Warriors. Take the ball just outside the Warriors' 45-yard line. Third and 14, Darren. Third and 14. That is a big play. You oftentimes on your play sheet, you have a third and nine play, not necessarily a third and 14. Here's Evans in the gun. He drops straight back. He's looking. There is a oh, bull dude. rush, and down he goes. He was crushed. Logan Wegman, Zach Zandier actually annihilate him at the 35-yard line. They got there at the same time. That was that was the freight train coming. <laughs> Aiden Dauble was there to clean it up too, Darren. So they give him, even though they tackle him at the 35, they give him forward progress out to the 39. So fourth and 14, actually it's fourth and about 20, but here's the kick. The punt goes to Nate Pashley. He takes it at Ooh. the 26, makes a few miss. Gets out to about the 35-yard line, and that's where Exeter will take over first and 10. Nate bobbled that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Made my heart flutter, but uh, he corralled it. Nice job by the defense. They're aided by a Warwick penalty as far as the procedure, taking them back to third and 14. Then the defensive line just takes over with the bull rush. Exeter comes out over the ball. Riley Martinez in the gun. Jaden Zandier to his left. Fakes the handoff. Here's Riley Martinez running. He'll get out to about the 39-yard line. Call it a gain of four. It'll be second and six. Riley Martinez has become more of a focal point in this game. As we mentioned, Jaden Zandier in the first quarter, they tried to get him going. Not a whole lot there. Brought in Pharrell Caceres, had a little more success. Martinez in the gun. Zandier behind him, drops straight back. He's looking, fires it over top. He's going to hit Carter Hard running running. at the 30. Drag down just outside the 20 yard line. Nice job, Riley Martinez. Throwing it actually off his back foot, but he's able to get it to Carter Redding all the way down to the 21-yard line. There's our boy Carter Redding, and Riley Martinez making a great throw, hitting him in stride. A 50-yard pass to Carter Redding, taking the ball first and 10 on the 21. 
Darren, from the boys at the Mule Sports Network, 21-zip, Mannheim Central at the break. Martinez in the gun. He's got Jaden Zandier. He breaks through the line. He's got the 15-10-5. He outraces him to the corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Exeter. They're awake. Nice job sidestepping a few would-be tacklers at the line of scrimmage. And 21 yards later, Jaden Zandier reaches Paydirt, and it's 20-7 to Exeter. Coach Bauer gave them a nice, calm, reasoned talking to in the locker room, and they are responding. Jaden Zandier punches that home. <laughs> Robbie Gaston waiting for the PAT attempt. It's down. His foot's Robbie through it. it. It is through. And at the 8.41 mark of the third quarter, Exeter goes on top 21-7. We'll be back with more third quarter action. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal Marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Jake Frannick has the ball on the tee at the 40, waiting for the official. He's got it. It's in the air. Bring it to the near side. It's going to hit about the 13, taken at the 5. Nice play. First man down there, Nate Pashley. He makes the tackle on Quinn Kerr. He comes up hobbling just a little bit, but he was the first guy down there to make the tackle. Nicely done. Yeah. It'll yeah. put the ball on the 17-yard line. Hit him low to take out all doubt that he was going anywhere. So first and 10 on the 17. Warwick comes from the sideline directly over the ball. Evans will be in the gun. He'll have Coons directly behind him. Two receivers right, slot left. Here's the snap. Can't quite field it. He's able to get it to Coons. Coons trying to bounce to the outside. He slips off of Zach Zandier. But there's Ryan McConnell and Logan Wegman to clean it up. Wave after wave of Exeter defenders. He had nowhere to go. That's right. So they'll probably give him a couple, bring the ball out to the 18-yard line. It's a one-yard gain. It'll be second and long. But here's where the Exeter defense asserting themselves. Evans in the gun. He's got Coons to his right. Now he goes behind him. Two receivers left, slot right. Here's the snap. He drops back. He's looking left. Knocked down. Coming off the right side, Zach Zandier, all six, five of them, gets his hands up, knocks it away. 
Those two-way Exeter players are getting it done. Had an opportunity to potentially pull that one down. It was in the air for a little bit, but it falls harmlessly incomplete. It'll bring up third and nine. We were looking for Zandir to be the, the biggest offensive threat. He has been playing a wicked defense all season. Dan. He absolutely does. He sets the tone for that defensive line. Evans is going to be in the gun. Two receivers right, two left, slot left. Looking for motion, but he didn't get it. And I believe somebody moved. Oh, they're going to call delay of game against Warwick. Evans looked to his right. It looked like he was looking for someone to come in motion from right to left. Nobody did. Meekins made that call. <laughs> it ends up being a delay. We don't need refs. Our guys are making all the calls. We don't need Angel Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> or his Snickers. Yeah, or his Snickers. We got Aiden Dauble and Nigel Meekins making the calls. Third and 14. Evans comes out in the gun. Two receivers left, two right. Slot left. Here's the snap. He drops straight back. He's looking left. He rolls up. Comes to the near side. He makes the completion. Dude, wide open. Running free. Take a look as far as who the receiver was. Cohen Glass, a 5'8 junior. They get it to the near side. He was all by himself. Some he blown was. coverage there. Gets all the way out to the 35-yard line. And it's enough for a first down. Seems like somebody snuck up to the line and thought they were going to get to the quarterback and just left him completely alone. So Evans in the gun again. Two receivers left, two right. Here is a jet sweep to the left. There's a lot of room for him to run. He gets across the 45. Glass again. Here's Cohen Glass. He's a 5'8 junior, but he's got speed causing some problems for the Exeter defense. Yeah, man, nice acceleration there on that jet sweep. So they give it to him on the jet sweep. He'll pick up 12 yards. And it's first and 10 with the ball on the 47-yard line. Here's another run up the middle. This one's Coons. He'll get into Exeter territory. They'll give him the 49-yard line. It's a four-yard gain. Call it second and six. Exeter sideline was just given an admonition by one of the referees to uh, back up a little bit. 6.30 to go here in the third. Evans in the gun again. Two receivers left and right. Slot left. Here's the snap. He drops straight back looking, but he's going to pull it in and run himself. He's got a lot of room in the Dude. middle, a lot of missed tackles. He's all the way down inside the 35. Take it to the 31. That's a 20-yard run right there. And a first down. Evans made a couple of guys miss, ran through one, and uh, took it for 20 yards. I'll say, uh, unfortunately, a number of missed tackles on that one. Here's Evans in the gun. He's got it looking left. Now he's going to pull it down, try to run. Nothing there. He'll get to the 30, but flags come in. This will be a hold against yeah. Warwick. Yeah. So it'll back him up five. Yep, that's what it was against Warwick. Nate Govan, <laughs> Logan Wegman, Ryan McConnell 
a gang buster trio there. What did I miss? I said against Warwick. <laughs> Warwick. I told you. Warwick uh, Dunn. The, the dude from, well, Warwick Dunn was actually a football player. I don't know why I said that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Leprechaun movies. This was the yeah, Warwick. I'm forgetting what his name is, but his first name was Warwick, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that the first spot that we saw Jennifer Aniston? Uh, it could have been, yes. First and 20 for Warwick. Ball on the 41-yard line. Here's a jet sweep over to the left side. He's got the 35. Cameron Howizak able to bring him down. Cohen Glass again. He's doing some damage. Yes, he is. He's got some speed, causing some problems. Take that all the way to the 32. So a nine-yard gain. Not a really big guy. You know what? Smaller no, he's guys not. guys are fast, man. He's 5'8". He's got speed. Tiny but mighty. Indeed. Second 11, ball on the 32-yard line. Evans in the gun again. Two left, two right, slot right. There's the snap. He's looking left. Quick fires to the left. It's complete. Still on his feet. He'll get inside the 25-yard line. We'll see where they ultimately spot it. They've got the ball marked all the way at the 20-yard line. Do they? But there is a flag on the field for an illegal block, so this one will come back. Right. So second 11 and 11 from the 32 will turn into second and 16 from the 37. The one thing this is doing that's not helping the Warriors, it's running the clock. We're inside of five minutes. Yeah, the clock is becoming less their friend. They come out over the ball. Evans in the gun. Takes the snap. This is going to be a quarterback keeper. He runs to the left. He's got the 30. He's got the 25. So they give him the 25. That's going to be a 12-yard gain. And it'll be third and four. Great run by Warwick. <laughs> He's never gonna, never gonna There's some things that. I'll never live down. Yeah, that's okay. Warwick and DiGiacomo. That's right, that one too. So Evans in the gun. Two receivers right, two left. Slot right. There's the snap. He drops back. It's going to be a quarterback keeper. He gets through the first line. He's looking. Can't <laughs> trying to uh, ultimately throw downfield, but Tyler Sanders does his best Superman impersonation, able to have Evans bring the ball back down, and the Superman move ultimately ends on top of Evans, bringing him down. It's a great way to describe it. Flanders went up in the Superman pose to block any pass he was going to throw and just came down on top of him. Just happened to land on him. Yeah. We're doing a lot of hurtling to that. Fourth right. and six, the ball on the 27. Evans in the gun. Two receivers right, two left. Slot right. He's got the snap. He's looking right. He fires. It's complete. It'll take it inside wow, the 20 it to the 19, and it'll be enough for a first down. 
playing a loosey-goosey pass defense here, aren't they? Uh, it's it's a little bit prevent. Um, I don't know. It Ashley doesn't look it like they're again. playing a tight man-to-man. Pashley limped off again. He, he, he limped quickly. Get off the field. But. First and 10, ball on the 19. Evans in the gun. You could say the word. Cramp. There's the snap. <laughs> Handing it off to the left side. There's a lot of room to run. Taking a look to see who it is. They're using their quick receivers, Keldon Loral. A little jet sweep right to left action there. Takes the ball inside the 15 to the 13-yard line. So a gain of six, call it second and four. Evans in the gun, he's got it, he's back, he's looking, he's looking, here comes Wegman, he gets able to get through it. <laughs> Zach Zandier runs him down from behind, but not till he gets to the 10 yard line, so he still picks up three. And it's gonna be third and we'll call it a short two. Darren, the, it was a great run. It looked like he was going to pass, pulled it in, and, and just put his head down. Third down and two, ball on the 11. Evans in the gun yet again. Two receivers left, one right. He's got the ball. He's going to run right up the wow, middle. Man. There's nobody there, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown. Wow, what a great drive. 11-yard touchdown run for Trevor Evans. And with the PAT, it'll be back to a one-score game. Great drive by Warwick there. Give them credit. They exposed Exeter's pass defense, able to throw the ball at will, moving down the field. Yeah. Picking up key third downs. Indeed they did. Here's the PAT attempt. It's low, but he's able to he fire it, it through. 1.36 to go here in the third. It's Exeter 21, Warwick 14. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. We are back at Lidditz. I won't say Warwick anymore. <laughs> I hope not. I War hope you've been broken Stadium. up. I, every time I say it now, I'm overthinking it. <laughs> All right, so Warwick has the ball on the tee. Evans will kick it off left to right. Back deep, Nate Pashley, Jaden Zandier. Here's a little squib taken by the up man. Genuine Stutzman, he's at the 40-35. Genuine Stutzman took the ball from his 
own 45 into Warrior territory, was able to run through the first line of defense. Let's see where they end up marking it. Great job, Genuine Stutzman. They're gonna give him the 35. So 20 yards on the pooch kick return. Absolutely great job. Here is Jaden Zandier trying to run off the left side. Not a whole lot there. Darren, I'm looking down at this Exeter right, at the visiting crowd, and I'm going to say there's more Exeter people than there are Warwick people here. Love you, too. So three <laughs> yards on the carry for Jaden Zandier. It'll be second and seven. Ball on the 32-yard line. We're under a minute to go here in the third. Martinez in the gun, hands it off to Jaden Zandier. He gets the middle, still running, still on his feet inside the 25-yard line. This is going to be enough for a first down. They're gonna put the ball at the 24-yard line. So an eight-yard run. Darren, I don't, know who the, I don't know who the defender was but he got a hold of his shirt at about the 29. Did not let go of the shirt and just had to go with him because Jaden did not stop. Jaden's got a lot of power, a lot of drive. Riley Martinez in the gun, Zandier to his left. Fake the hand, no, he gives it to Zandier who's running like a beast off the right side. He goes down before he gets to the end zone. Wow. I think yeah. that was a situation where he went down just so the clock would run because he had the opportunity to run right into the end zone. You think? He did. He absolutely did. It looked like he took a knee, a, a slide. You're right. He did. He folded that leg underneath himself. I mean, that's So that's a 23-yard run. Ends up with the ball at the one-yard line. So it's first and goal. Here's a handoff to the up man. I don't know. The ball ultimately comes out, and it's recovered by Warwick. Seriously? But there was no call initially. Uh-oh. And it's a touchdown. Finally a touchdown after the ball was fumbled, recovered by Warwick deep in the end zone. And, oh, by the way, it's a touchdown. <laughs> Another suspect call. <laughs> Let's get the gang together and talk about this. So Jaden Zandier punches it across. So Jaden had that touchdown. I believe it was Jaden. Okay. Yay, Jaden. So Jaden will get the touchdown until we see it on MikeDragosports.com <laughs> where somebody else got it. Until Mike corrects us. Robbie Gaston punches it through. It's good at the eight-second mark of the third. It's Exeter 28, Warwick 14. We'll be back with the rest of the third right after this. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Well, I walk into the room, passing out $100 bills, and it kills and it thrills like the horns on my suit. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 
3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. This is Zach Zandier, and if you want to hear more about the team and Exeter Sports, tune into the Exeter Sports Network. The ball on the tee, Jake Franick ready to kick it away. Indeed he does. It's a squib taken by the up guy at the 28-yard line. He'll take about five yards, bring it out to roughly the 34. Jackson Shelton. That's right. So, Darren, I'm standing here, and and uh, we, we're just outside the press box here is uh, Tom Tasker of Tasker's Beer Barn. He came for the game. Now, I, I know he's hearing us, okay? And I, I'm thinking to myself, what is it like to hear a sports broadcast without all the other stuff? Like all the music and the commercials and all that, it, it, it bizarre thought on my part again. What are you gonna do? It's riveting, I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks, Warwick. Yeah, I know. All right, <laughs> so <laughs> Evans comes out in the gun. Two receivers right, two receivers left. Are you kidding? I'm still trying to say Warwick. Evans has the ball. He's looking. Fires it over the middle. Nice play, Carter Redding. Evans trying to hit his receiver, Quinn Kerr. But Carter, Redder, Carter Redding right with him. It's incomplete. It'll be second down. Carter came up with a little bit of a limp, but then straightened it out and walked off like a man. Time runs off the clock here in the third. We will move to fourth quarter action. We'll be right back after these messages. It's 28-14 Exeter. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. So Evans in the gun, he drops straight back, throws it to the right side. It's incomplete. The receiver tried running with the ball before he had it. That's Quinn Kerr. So it's incomplete. It'll bring up third and 10, a player down on the field for Exeter. Hey, but why don't you give us some scores? All right, so Governor Mifflin Wilson. Wilson's up 21 to 14 in the third. Cedar Crest is up 29-0 on Redding High. Solanco is up 29 to 20 against Twin Valley. 
Berks Catholic is up on Conrad Weiser, 15 to 12 in the third. Lancaster Catholic versus Hamburg, they're up 33 to 10 in the third. Northern, Lebanon, and Schuylkill Valley still says 0-0, but that could have been changed. It just hasn't updated yet. Hemfield versus Penn Manor. Hemfield's up 19-13 in the third. And we'll get back to you with those scores soon. So third and 10, ball on the 38. Evans in the gun for the Warriors. Two receivers right and left, slot receiver right. Here's the snap. He drops straight back. He's looking, he's looking. Zandir in his face. A flag comes out, throw it downfield, it's knocked away. It's incomplete, nice play Alex Pinero. This is gonna be a hold against Warwick. Coach Bauer is going to decline it and it'll bring up fourth and 10 and the Warriors will have to punt. Will they? I believe they will. I would. 28-14, I think they still believe they're in this football game, which I would too. Yeah, they are. So I would not give away such a short 33-yard field to a David. team of Exeter's prowess. David, give us one score. Daniel Boone, Elizabethtown, 16-13. Daniel Boone's up in the third. Here's the punt. <laughs> Jaden Zandier back deep. It takes a Warriors bounce well inside the 20 to the 18-yard line. Some pushing and shoving on the field, but it doesn't amount to anything. Jaden's brother Zach almost got that punt. So Exeter will take over inside their own 20. They put it down at the 19-yard line. That was a solid three and out for Exeter's defense. Always something big when you score. You don't want to allow your uh, opposition to put any points on the board, and the defense did exactly that. Zach Zandier leading the charge. Yeah, great job there by the defense. Absolutely. Riley Martinez in the gun. He's got Caceres to his right. This is a quarterback keeper off the right side. He's got some room. He'll take the 25. We'll see where they put the football. Riley ran straight into Judah Willard. <laughs> no, no stopping, no slowing down. So an eight-yard run for Riley Martinez. Brings the ball out to the 27-yard line. It'll bring up second and short. Jaden Ware. Carter Redding on the left side, lined up as receivers. Handed off to Jaden Zandir, he's running left. There's absolutely nothing there though. He's gonna lose yardage. Yeah, the snap two, didn't look like it was clean. Three. And Warwick, a nice job of penetration there. Indeed. So take the ball, see where they put it? At the 21 yard line, so yeah. that's a loss of six. It'll bring up third down and eight. Ten and a half to go here in the fourth. 28-14 Exeter. They're over the ball. Martinez in the gun. He's got Zandir behind him. There's the snap, fakes the handoff. He's looking, bring it to the near side. It's genuine Stutzman. He has enough for a first down. Dances his way, tiptoes the sideline. 
gets to almost the 40-yard line. That's where they're going to put it. So 19 yards on the pass to Genuine Stutzman in the right flat at the hash. That tiptoeing got him an extra four yards and exposed his knees to a problem, but he popped up like a jack-in-the-box. 19-yard pass there from Martinez to Genuine Stutzman. First and 10, ball marked at the 40-yard line. Martinez will be in the gun. He's got Jaden Zandier behind him. Single receiver right. Hard count draws the Warriors offside, so that'll give Exeter five. So it'll be first and five with the ball at the 45-yard line. That would be the Exeter 45. So they break the huddle. They're over the ball. Martinez in the gun. Jaden Zandier behind him. Single receiver right, slot left. Here's a handoff, running right. Zandier has room. He's got the 50, the 45. He's still churning. They'll give him the 45. It'll be enough for a first down. It was first and five, so give him 10. Great job by Jaden Zandier there, even at the end of the run, trying to spin out of tackles to get just another yard. So nice job of Exeter using the penalty to Warwick's disadvantage. Jaden Zandier picks up the first, keeps the clock running. We're under 10 minutes to go. Riley Martinez in the gun. Hands it off to Jaden Zandier running up the middle. He's tripped up right away. Give him a couple yards. It'll be second and long. Feels like this is what we're going to be seeing the rest of the way, Darren. Handoff to running back, be it Caceres, Zandier. They're going to want to chew up time on the clock, right? I couldn't agree more. Nine and a half to go. At this point, a two-score advantage. You're definitely looking just to wear some time off that clock. They're doing a nice job of it. Riley Martinez in the gun. Jaden Zandier behind him. Drops straight back. He's looking. He fires it oh. down the middle. Looking for Zach Zandier. He's calling but for the ball play. probably a little too far. Yeah. Zach looking for pass interference, but nothing called. I don't think that ball was catchable. Now th there's a third player on the Exeter team making calls. We don't need referees, Darren. I'm telling you. So that's what the official is sharing on the sideline. <laughs> that was awesome. I, I, is that Angel Hernandez trying to explain his position? You not, saw that too. Not sure, yeah. <laughs> he said that to the exit sideline, what's all this? What's all this? That's all right. Throwing if his it, hands up at the end. If it was Angel Hernandez, he would have thrown the sideline, whoever the coach was, he would have tossed him immediately. <laughs> So Martinez in the gun, he's rolling left, rolling, brings it to the near side to Zach Zandier. A couple flags fly yeah. in the middle of the field. Probably a hold. This one will yeah. come back. Yeah, that's going to be on who? McConnell, Matthew you, you, You've got a couple. There's two flags came in, one on the far side, one on the near side. I'm going with Matthew McConnell on that one. He, he was literally sitting on a Warwick player. So a third and nine will turn into a third and 19. I think a sit could be considered a hold. 
Waiting for the official to walk it off. It'll take the ball inside Eagle territory. Put it at the 46 yard line, third and 19. Damn, give it to this Warwick team, man. I'll tell you what, this is not what I was expecting. Not at all. I was expecting the same, nearly the same type of blowout that we had last week. Their defense has really stepped up to hold this Exeter offense down. Absolutely. Give them credit from yeah, a man. standpoint of Jaden Zandier. Uh, he really hasn't been able to get going. I know he had a couple longer runs, but uh, from a standpoint of some consistency, they've done a good job. Here's Martinez rolling left, looking downfield, decides to tuck it. He's running. He's going to, ooh, he oh. gets absolutely drilled at the 51, at the 49, excuse me. He got nailed from the front side. You saw his head jar. Yeah, he got from the backside at the same time. I mean, it was both sides, and he is He's down. down. He's not going to get up Stay right there. away. Stay there. He's getting up. Coach is telling him to stay. He was getting ready to get up. Yeah, yeah, let's go. We've got 8.52 to go here in the fourth. 28-14 Exeter will step away. It's the Exeter Sports Network. season and the new birdies Inn is your place for all the big games featuring more than 30 tvs and nfl sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game college or pro entertainment every day of the week good food good service good prices and great people that's the new birdies Inn, located at five points in exeter 160 old friedensburg road where they remind you to have fun and be kind Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. 
The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. This is the Exeter Sports Network. They continue to look at Riley Martinez on the field. So while they do that, we're going to go to Ava for some scores. So Cedar Crest is up 36-0 on Reading in the fourth. It looks like Mannheim Township is up 44-0 against McCaskey in the fourth. See if they have any of the other ones updated. Cutstown is up 40 to 34 against Anvil Clin Cleona. Cleona. Cleona yep. in that's the fourth okay. quarter. I'll get there. And that's all the updated fourth quarters. The play that we watched as they are taking a look at Riley Martinez, it was a rollout to the left. He was looking downfield. He elected to tuck it, and he had some room on the left hash, came up to about the 48-yard line, started coming across the middle of the field, got the 50, and literally as he entered the Warriors' territory, uh, pretty much on the near side hash, he took a, a shoulder uh, to the chest, um, and it, it was a violent hit. It, you could see his neck snap when he was hit. There was one or two other defenders making the tackle at that particular moment. They got the stretcher out on the field. They're going to bring the stretcher out. Uh, I've got a feeling, again, if you're looking at a neck injury, you're looking to uh, immobilize. So this is always a precaution that it simply doesn't make anything uh, any worse. Um, certainly, we've seen this at the collegiate level, at the NFL level. Um, certainly hope that this doesn't turn out to be, and I don't want to make light of the situation, but uh, the first thing that I thought of when I saw the hit was concussion protocol. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll certainly uh, lift Riley up uh, thoughts and prayers for whatever medical situation he's dealing with right now that he'll uh, certainly have a positive outcome. So while they continue to look at him and address his medical situation, we'll talk about tonight's game. Obviously, uh, a little more somber tone as we move forward. Uh, Exeter players, of course, gathering around, uh, wanting to make sure that their leader is okay. But 8.52 to go here in the fourth, and Jerry, as we talked about it, it, was, it wasn't one of those games where Exeter came right out, had their foot on the gas pedal, and expecting a blowout. Um, it, it was one of those where Warwick did a nice job as far as running between the tackles. They obviously found some success. Then they went to the jet sweep with some of their speedy wide receivers, were able to take some corners. So they certainly have been able to uh, utilize their strength uh, they've also mixed in the pass pretty well 
So give give Bob Locker and the Warwick coaching staff some credit as they've been able to uh, mix and match, come up with a game plan that at least it hasn't necessarily turned into all the points that they've wanted, but it, they've certainly been able to possess the ball. Darren, I'll tell you that as I was talking to people about this game this week, uh, they said, so what do you think is, is going to happen? And my my answer was every time, well, I, I think that Ex- Exeter is going to win handily. Or, or and, and actually, they were telling me that. They were telling me they thought they'd win handily. And I, and I said, well, you know, Warwick's not a bad team. They just, three years ago, won a district title. And they had a decent record last year. They were, what, I think, 5-5 five and five last year. And it just didn't seem to me like Warwick was a 1-4 team. And they are not playing that way tonight. No, they certainly aren't. They are playing with a lot of heart. They, they certainly have some decent skill at some positions, which, again, has allowed them to uh, have some ball control tonight that uh, they've, they've played kept away, keep away, if you will, from Exeter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they continue to look at Riley Martinez. They've brought a board out in order to put him on. Now, on the near side, um, taking a look as far as Jacob Hafer, has been taking some snaps with Matt McConnell. Yeah, and I think I saw the uh, NECA mobilizer thing yeah. being taken out too. So it does appear to be some type of uh, concussion concern. Right. So they're going to take every precaution. Oh, and absolutely. And, and I'll tell you what, this is something where the medical professionals that are down on the field right now are I'll say is probably second to none. They've, you know, as far as the protocol and the, um, you know, the processes that they follow these days, it's it's second to none, and and obviously, care and concern for the athlete is first, and uh, they do a fantastic job. So, certainly, they're doing their job as needed down on the field right now, and again, uh, thinking of Riley that. You know, this is something that uh, certainly isn't serious. The entire Exeter team gathered around him. It's a very nice show of support. That's another thing about this football team. They have a lot of support for each other. No matter how much they joke around with each other, mess with each other, in the end of the day, they're all supportive, and that's great. So, Ava, let's let's talk in your situation, obviously. Well, let's even look at when you were playing volleyball and – you went down with your injury as far as your ankle. Tell us how your teammates rallied around you uh, to try to keep your spirits at a certain level when you're obviously struggling uh, that that you couldn't play. I mean, even just getting the injury alone, and a, a couple of years ago I had a labral tear in my shoulder, which was an even bigger injury that kept me out of season, which is a, it's a very big mental hurdle, um, I can say as an athlete, that it takes to get over. Um, my teammates specifically have been the b- the best teammates I've ever had, super supportive through everything, every workout, every recovery, everything. And I can definitely vouch for the football team when I say that they will do that for Riley. He is a great athlete, great person. Knowing him personally as a friend and student athlete myself, he's just a great kid and he is very dedicated to his sport and I hope to see him back on the field soon. They continue to 
administer care to Riley. So we, again, simply hold off on uh, any further comment. Don't want to speculate, of course, nothing like that. But you, you certainly can hear a pin drop. Absolutely, on both sides. That's right. Warwick team is also kneeling on their side. Yeah, this is the side of football that's always the challenge. These kids go out there and let's face it, whether you know this this is a group, whether you're looking collegiate, whether you're looking at the NFL, they go out there and they put on a show for us. And uh, unfortunately, this is one of uh, the, the drawbacks of of a physical contact sport such as football. Indeed. Uh, certainly, we don't like uh, seeing these types of situations, but uh, again, that's where we uh, we're grateful to the medical personnel who can address situations like this. And again, hope that um, it's his situation that uh, it won't be too serious. Yeah. Further medical care is coming in from the sidelines. Um, they're getting back. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to be getting ready to lift him and put him on the gurney. He's probably on the backboard now. Uh, as you mentioned, the team has, has backed up. and Great amount of care being given to this. Yeah, it's really great how quickly they can care to these players. So Exeter players now move to the sideline. They're going to gather around a coach, and obviously something like this, it, it, it takes away from your desire to want to play a football game when somebody gets hurt to this degree. This is an unsettling event, and, and you know, the coaches now have to take the Exeter team and and you know get them to focus and say we have a game to win yep so a <laughs> nice gesture wave? there riley martinez good wave to the it's crowd he's a great kid he just waved to the fans from the from the stretcher what a kid so certainly a good sign that uh they've got him of course his neck is immobilized but oftentimes again they'll do that as the precaution and we're not going to speculate any further than that but certainly good to see that uh, he was able to uh, lift a, a thumb to us, uh, pretty much indicating that, hey, you know, things aren't that bad, I suppose, or as bad as maybe they could be. So needless to say, as a result of the play, it's fourth down and four. The ball just inside Warriors territory at the 49-yard line. As we mentioned, we saw Jacob Hafer taking snaps with Matt McConnell. Uh, in the last game, it was Jacob Hafer and Patrick Payne going back and forth as to uh, rotation at the quarterback position later in that game with Lebanon. So we'll have to see as far as uh, how this ultimately pans out. Who do you see out there, Darren? So fourth, well, it's fourth and 14. I would assume that Exeter is going to punt the ball away. 
So I'm sure the officials are allowing a little extra time here for coaches to talk to players again to uh, get them back into football mode. So fourth and 14, Exeter will kick the ball away. If you can hear that, the Exeter parents and fans cheering on their team in light of the situation. Nate Pashley back to punt. He stands at his 35. Back deep, Quinn Care for the Warriors. He stands at his own 15. He Pashley gets the punt away. It hits at the 25. It bounces. It'll go dead around the 22-yard line, and that's where Warwick will take over first and 10. We'll keep it right here. Yeah, yeah. 8.38 on the clock. That is unsettling. It, it really is. You know, it, it, it shows you as far as how fragile things are, uh, how fragile, and I don't want to be overdramatic and say how fragile life is, but all it takes is one hit like that, and mm -hmm. it, it can turn uh, a person's medical situation around in a hurry. So Evans is in the gun. He's got Coons behind him. Two receivers left. Single receiver right, slot right. Here's the snap. There's motion. Evans has it, he brings it to the near side. He's got the 30, he's got some room to run. He's got the 50, the 45. So a quick screen to the left side. They're using their speedy receivers, Keldon Loral. So he takes it from the 21 yard line all the way into Eagles territory to the 44. Very nice run by Loral. Quick it's little pass just off the line, and they're hustling up. Here they go. 35 yards to the 44. Here's Evans. He tries to take it himself, but there's no room. Zach Zandier, Logan Wegman team to get him. They bring him down at the 45, so it'll be a loss of one. It'll be second and 11. It was quite nearly another mishap with the man in motion. Like the guy just slowed down enough to, to, to avoid the collision with the ball. And uh, that's at least the third time we've seen an issue. Maybe they should work on that play more. Second and 11, ball on the 45. Evans in the gun. He's got two receivers right, one left, one in the slot right. Here's the snap. He drops straight back, looks right, looks right. He's pulling it down. There's nothing there. Keegan sneering Sabatka. Zach Zandier bring him down again. He'll get a yard bringing it back to the 45. It's gonna yeah. be third and 10. Not to leave it in third and 11. No gain. No gain, all right. So call it on the 45 yard line. Evans in the gun, two receivers left and right, one in the slot on the right. Empty backfield, here's the snap. He drops straight back, he's looking right, looking right, he's firing it deep, trying to go over top. It's knocked away, there's no flag on the play. Thank goodness. Nice play, Jaden Zandier. There's always a potential for interference. Oh. I'm not, I'm saying oh, that. Oh, there it's, we go. It's actually Alex Panero. He just sent 
he just threw a flag. So a flag apparently unsportsmanlike conduct called on Exeter. So the, the deep pass to the far right side is incomplete. They call unsportsmanlike on Exeter, so it'll give them 15. That's a first down. And it'll be a first down. Take the ball to the 30-yard line. Exeter faithful letting the refs know what they think. Not very happy with this crew right now. Evans in the There's gun. no reason to be. Here is a jet sweep coming to the near side. Carter Redding there to make the tackle. I would use the word corralled him and spun him to the ground. Take the ball to the 26-yard line, so call it a four-yard gain. No reaction from Darren Avery. No, I'm too busy trying to figure out what's going on on the field. What'd you say? <laughs> I said Warwick. Ah, thank you. Evans in the gun. Two receivers right, left, slot right. Empty backfield. He drops straight back, looking right, throws it to the near side, and it's picked off by Aiden Dauble. Wow, man. Tried to go to the right side Great. at the hash marks. Aiden Dauble runs behind it. Cuts off the receiver, makes a great play on a low throw, and it's Exeter ball. I've said it in almost every game. We are going to be hearing the name Aiden Dauble for the next, like, two years on this field, in the gyms, and he's going to be a spark plug, and there he goes again. Great play by Aiden Dauble to cut that one off. Makes a nice play on a low ball. Yep. So we're going to take a look at, to see if, in fact, this is Jacob Hafer at QB. And it is. They go with a running play to the left side with Jaden Zandir. He'll bring it out to the 31-yard line. And Jane just ran into a wall of humanity there. So give him about two, maybe three, but it'll be second and long. They've got it officially at two. You can pretty much be assured that Exeter will simply run the football here under six minutes to go. Yeah. Just looking to take time off the clock. Here's a handoff to Zandir running right up the middle. There's, he's got a lot of room. He'll get the 40. Take him out to the 44-yard line. It'll be a first down for Exeter, and the clock will keep rolling. Yeah, they, they, they need to take the time off the clock because it is very clear that Warwick is not going to go anywhere, so keep the ball out of their hands and in our hands. Let's go down there slowly and get another score. That's right. This is where the offensive line pretty much says, okay, we're doing this one for Riley, and they start blowing them open as far as those holes giving Jaden Zandir room to run. So here's another run from Zandir, but oh. a nice job. A blitz off the corner. By Malachi Rodriguez. Yeah, nice job there coming off the right side. Jaden Zandir didn't have anywhere to go. He was on top of him right after getting the handoff. So it's a loss of a couple. Take the ball back to the 47 yard line. Oh, make that the 42. 
Great yep. job by Rodriguez there. It'll be second and about 12. Four and a half to go in the fourth. Hey, for in the gun, it's another handoff to Zandir. He's trying to run to the right. Nothing there, though. Nice tackle. It's going to give him two. Reese Harper makes the tackle on the left end for the Warriors. Uh, two and a half. So third and just shy of 10 yards to go for the first. Hafer comes in with the play. Jaden Ware, Carter Redding are the receivers on the left. They're split. Jaden Zandier, sidecar left of Hafer. Here's the snap. It's a handoff to Zandier. Wow. And a nice job shooting the gap is Jackson Shelby. Shelby, a six-foot-four-inch junior, did a nice job shooting a gap, taking down Jaden Zandier. Yeah, Shelby with that uh, another two-way player on this Warwick team. So 3.38 to go. I believe the Warriors called time. Try to stop the clock. Give them a little more time once they get it back. Eagles played that just right, Darren. They kept everything in the middle of the field. Don't do anything cute by the sidelines. It's going to stop the clock. Taking a look at some scores here, Conestoga Valley 56, 11-6. That's a fourth quarter score. Mm. Daniel Boone 16, Elizabethtown 15, oh, 13. Garden spot 42 effort at 22. Oh, and we're back. Nate Pashley's going to punt it away. He'll get rid of it around his own 30. It's in the air. It's a nice kick. Comes down at the 26. It's fumbled, and he dives on it. He picks it up, but I think his they knee hit the down. ground, so they're going to call him right there. He couldn't field it cleanly, and as he went to pick it up, his knee hit the ground, so they'll stop it at the 29-yard line. He ultimately picked it up, tried to run around the far end. Warwick's Bodie Madera making a rush on Pashley as he was making the kick. He got relatively close. Made me a little nervous. Made you twitch, huh? Yeah. All the right. twitch came back. <laughs> First and 10 ball on the 29 for Evans and the Warriors. Coons will be to his left. Two receivers right, one slot right. Here's the snap. It's, this is the same trickeration play, trying to go to the near side. And it worked again. Yeah, and it did work. So the old jet sweep to the right with the receiver coming back to the left, get it back to the QB. He gets it out to the far right side and behind the defense. Yeah, after they pull your pants down one time. Why do you let them do it a second time? Yeah, making the catch there, Malachi Rodriguez. So bring the ball to the Eagles 42, but before they can get the snap Somebody off the moved. next time, a flag comes out. And Exeter calls timeout. Why? Not sure. 
310 to go. What do you say, Jerry? What do I say? I said, let's take a break. All right. 28-14. Yeah. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosports.com. First and 10, Warwick from the 43. The snap hits Evans in the knees, but he's able to fall on it another spot where I would use corral. Looks like the official admonishing some players on the field. So a loss of three. Here's Evans dropping back to pass. He's looking, a flag comes out. He fires. It's incomplete at the 35. It's gonna be a hold on Warwick. It will be a hold. And now another flag comes out in the secondary. That means that Exeter is going to get another unsportsmanlike? Probably. Offsetting? These actually will be offsetting. It'll be a hold against Warwick and the unsportsmanlike against Exeter. There's the hold. I think Carter Redding is trying to, or Jaden Zandier trying to plead his case. Both are on Exeter. Both are on Exeter. Both on Exeter. All right. Well, I guess one was a hands to the face. I'm going to guess that's on Zach Zandier as he was chasing down the Warwick QB from behind. But they're not moving the ball. So they can only accept one penalty. This will have to be the unsportsmanlike 15-yarder. How many times do we have the three Stooges officiating our game. Three games in a row, Darren. It's three in a row where we had officiating crews it, that are, shall we call them, challenged. It certainly looked like it was a hold. Now, there's still a flag on the field at the 50-yard line. It hasn't been picked up yet. Right. That's why we thought it was a hold. Yeah. Against uh, and, against Warwick. And he literally threw that flag as high as the press box. And on Warwick's side. So they're the going to they're going to assess the penalty, and then they're going to assess a dead ball penalty. So twenty-five yards will be assessed against Exeter. We're once again well over hundred yards. Well over in penalties. Yes. So first and ten, Warwick. Put the ball at the 17-yard line. Here's Evans dropping back. He's looking, firing it to the far side. The ball too far. Nice job, Pharrell Caceres guarding. Evans trying to hit Keldon Lorau in the deep left corner, but it's too far. So incomplete. We're at 227 to go here in the fourth. 
Jerry, did you just give us mood lighting? No. <laughs> yeah, I thought, right? No. Is that what he just did? Ava, talk to me. I yeah. Dude, those yeah. bright lights were making me crazy. Oh, a little too right. bright, we dimmed it. Yeah. <laughs> Warwick breaks the huddle. Evans in the gun. Two receivers left, two right. Here's the snap. Here's motion right to left. It's a jet sweep from right to left. Looking for room to run. They'll get down to about the 10-yard line. That is. So it's about a six-yard gain. Quinn Care. Call it third and four. Evans over the ball right away. There's the snap. He's looking. He's looking. Fires it to the far side. It's over his head. A flag comes out. Exeter fans screaming for a hold. And apparently... Angel Hernandez will appease them. <laughs> Angel Hernandez? What? That was a Seinfeld incident. I'll take your word for Keith it. Keith Hernandez. I am not. Oh, Keith Hernandez, yeah. Keith Hernandez? I am not a Seinfeld watcher. I've told you that. So how would I know? Are you a communist? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> no, I'm not a communist because I, I don't know there. the third verse to the national anthem. Did you get it? No, but... It's only because my dad watches it. I'm alone in this booth, people. <laughs> Second and 12. Evans drops straight back. He's being chased out of the pocket. Another flag comes in. They th he throws the ball away. We'll see if this is a hold. Throw it to a coach. This is another hold against Warwick. Good, good. Exeter's defensive line is just taking over. Warwick holding them. Warwick, darn it, I did it again. Warwick holding done. them for all they're worth. You know, sometimes it's okay, you're, Jerry started saying it earlier. Sometimes you're glad it only that you only play a team once a year, Ava. Okay, because otherwise you listen to Jerry, who is relentless. Oh, we don't have to listen to me. <laughs> I can go away. <laughs> so another hold on the Warriors. Bring the ball back to the 30-yard line. They need to get down to the six for a first down. Evans in the gun. Two receivers right, two left, slot right. Here's the snap. He's looking, he comes left. He hits his receiver in the flat. Take it to about the, see where they give him? The 20-yard line. So it's fourth down. Still about 14 to go. They hurry up. Evans over the ball. In the gun. Somebody ran. They move before, and this is going to be on the Warriors. A is procedure. It? Is it? Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Okay. Boop, boop. So make that about fourth and 19. We're inside of two minutes, inside of a minute and a half. 124 on the clock. Warwick over the ball. Evans in the gun. He's got two receivers left. Two right, one slot right. Here's the snap. He's looking. He's looking. Fires it into the end zone. His receiver gets behind the two defenders, and it's a touchdown. Oh, mama mia. Quinn Kerr gets behind. A nice throw from Trevor Evans. Hits him in stride to the left of the goalpost. It's 28-20. Not liking this, Darren. With an upcoming PAT. 
Not liking it at all, Darren. Something tonight's game has exposed. When we take a look at final numbers, Warwick has exposed their secondary. They're gonna have a, a hefty passing yardage amount for the evening. You think? Yes, they will. Well north of two. So there is a timeout on the field. Looking, apparently, there is an injury that I don't see. Are they down, is there? We haven't. Oh, they, they pulled them oh. off behind, the, behind yeah. the end zone. Oh, okay. Is it an Exeter player or a, a Warwick? Well, can't tell. I'm also confused because they brought the ball out to the 18-yard line. Looks like a white jersey to me. It is a white jersey. They brought the ball out to the 18-yard line. That's good to see. He's up. That badass Carter Reddy. Is it Carter Redding? I, I think it's Nigel or Meekins. Nigel Meekins. The green. <laughs> oh, ah, yes. the green shoes. That's how you know. <laughs> so I'm not sure the what's going on Nigel here. <laughs> All right. So, okay, hear me out here. If the Warriors just scored on the touchdown, why is the ball back on the 18-yard 18 18. line? Unless Was there a flag that we didn't catch? They must have called. Have flag. Yeah, they must have called a personal foul after the play. So that moves the PAT to the 25. This is a 35-yard PAT attempt. So we will see. He's got his foot into it. It's on the way. Very nice. And done. it is good. Nice kick. Tyler Schofstall, a 5'6 freshman, gets the 35-yard PAT through. And at the 118 mark of the fourth, it's Exeter 28, Warwick 21. So as much as you'd like to say it's over, it's not. And I hear music, so we must be going to break. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. 118 on the clock, 28-21 Exeter. You know the Warriors are going to go with an onside kick here. Exeter has their hands team in. Going across the front, Aiden Rhodes. Jaden Zandier, Zach Zandier. Genuine Stutzman. Here's the attempt. It's on the ground. And it's a nicely done job. 
corralling the ball, dropping is Zach Zandier. So nice job, actually a very good attempt at the onside kick, but Zach Zandier up to the task. Corrals it, drops on it, and Exeter will have it first and 10 on the Warwick 49. Two timeouts available for each team. So Jacob Hafer will come out in the gun. He's got Jaden Zandier. He's gonna run it himself. He'll get to the 45 yard line. So it's a four yard run. Second and six. Timeout called by the Warriors. They're second of the half. They're left with one. Coach Bauer goes out to talk to his group. You can pretty much be assured that what we saw on first down is exactly what we'll see on second and third. I don't expect to see a handoff at all. I would think so. It'll go to Hafer, he'll run it if they can pick up a first down. In fact, I'm not even, I don't even think they have to pick up a first down. With 111, Warwick will call timeout after this play. And then it will essentially run the clock all the way down to about 10 seconds once we're done. So Hafer in the gun, Stutzman is aside of him. He's gonna follow him into the line. Oh. He'll get three yards, take him to the 42. It'll be third and about three. Nice hard run by Hafer. Warwick will use their last timeout. Now Darren, to waste a little time, should he have gone straight into the line, or should he done a little end around to the left? No, I think at that point, it, the extra second or two that going around the end would actually get you really doesn't serve a purpose. So at that point, you're just looking to pick up a first down. So north and south is what you want to do there. That's exactly what Hafer did. He's got genuine Stutzman in there. He's a six-foot, five-inch tight end. So you've got another blocker in front of you that you're just following. Uh, there's a good opportunity here for Exeter to pick up the first down, run out the clock, and they leave Lidditz with a hard-fought victory. Uh, yeah, we're at 28-21, hard-fought indeed. And this is not over, Darren. Exeter comes out from the timeout, as does Warwick. Jaden Zandier now has it. He's taking the run. He's going to go off the right side. He picks up the first down, and, and that's going to seal is. it for Exeter. There's your victory. There so they is. put Jaden Zandier in the shotgun in the Wildcat. He goes off the right side. He's able to pick up five. It's a first down. They'll wind the clock. And I believe two snaps with a kneel, and that'll take it. Coach Bauer talking to the officials as far as clock management right now. <laughs> Giving us some advice, is he? Just reminding them as far as what's there and what they're going to do. Remember, the clock keeps running, ref. 
Looks like Exeter will call time. Why? They'll have one well, left. It doesn't matter. They just wanted to run matter. the game clock down. So 38 yeah. seconds on the game clock. Well, Darren, hard-fought victory indeed on, on a game that I thought they were going to kind of walk through. Yeah, it's a situation where very similar to the Governor Mifflin game where Governor Mifflin in the first half really controlled the ball. Now, something that Warwick found to their advantage, they could use Exeter's aggressiveness uh, against them. So at that point, they're pushing the offensive line or the defensive line, they're pushing hard up but right. they're able to find the gaps in between because they didn't beat them on the edges. They beat them in between the tackles. So not only as far as the run game, but then the pass game too. So the passing game is going to back up your linebackers. They've got to be aware of that. It's going to open up more holes there for you as well in the run game. So, so credit to Warwick for coming up with a game plan that certainly <laughs> posed some challenges. So there's the snap of the ball. We're down to 30 seconds. That is going to be the last snap of the game. Play clock at 28 right now. So See, that's Apron. how it will end here in Lidditz. It'll be Exeter 28, Warwick 21. We will be back with post-game comments after these messages. You're listening to the victorious Exeter Eagles on the Exeter Sports Network. restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. It's football season, and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. 
Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdie's Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Lidditz. A nice moment on the field. Both teams got together at midfield. Jaden Zandier talking to each group, uh, but certainly good to see as far as that unity. 28-21, your final here, of course. Tonight overshadowed by the injury to Riley Martinez. Certainly, we hope that his injuries are not serious. But, Jerry, that certainly says something about what will happen to the Exeter offense now moving forward. If certainly, we don't, we're not speculating anything as far as no. uh, Riley's injuries, but it does certainly have an impact as far as Jacob Hafer, Patrick Payne. So, Coach Bauer, certainly time to put a different game plan. And that three headed monster in the backfield that we talked about very well could play a huge factor the rest of the season. If, indeed, that is what's happening. But but let's reserve all hope that, that Riley's just fine and what they're doing, taking him to the hospital, is merely a precautionary measure. Sure, absolutely. But even, let's just say he's in concussion protocol. Even if we, if we went, and I want to say the, uh, the minimalist idea there, but assuming that he would be out of action one week, two weeks, a month, whatever that timeline is. Coach Bauer now has to come up with a game plan with his offensive coordinator. It's okay. Now we're, we've, got, we've got quarterbacks now. They're sophomores. Yep. So even though Riley was sophomore as well, he's getting first-team reps. Now you're making the decision as to which QB can take you from here further and what type of offense now, just like we were talking about the identity or what it would be. Now Exeter has to find a new identity. Down to Ava. Now we will go down to Ava. She's got Coach Bauer. So I'm here with Exeter's head coach, Coach Bauer. I want to first congratulate you on your win against Warwick. You guys really gave it your all. Thank you. After your quarterback took that hit from Warwick, what are some things you did to keep the rest of your team focused and positive to keep continuing to play well for the rest of their team? Well, again, it wasn't easy. Obviously, Riley is very important to us, and all of our kids, and that's a scary thing, especially for young men to have to accept that and go back out in the field. That's not an easy thing to do. So, again, I think we went about it the right way. People stepped up where they needed to. I mean, we just need to eliminate some of the absolutely absurd mistakes and penalties. Thank you very much. All right, that's Ava Strauss down there with Coach Matt Bauer, obviously uh, maybe a little more subdued. Yes, you get the victory, but again, you're dealing with the situation with your starting quarterback, and uh, again, we'll, we'll say it probably ad nauseum, but nothing but the best for Riley Martinez. So Ava Strauss looking for the next interview, and we'll glance down there. But while we do that, again, let's talk about tonight's game, Jerry. Give, give the defense credit. It's one of those where the bend but don't break. The offense, big play offense before Riley went down, the 82-yard touchdown run. So Exeter still has the, the potent opportunities with Jaden Zandier, and we talk about Pharrell Caceres and Zamar Paschal, the guys on the outside. 
So they'll have to step up now as well because they'll have a young QB and they'll mold him and say, look, we got your back. Just go ahead and lean on us. Right. And, and so perhaps the defense becomes even a little more important. So did we see one or two interceptions tonight? Uh, two for Exeter. Right. Two for Exeter. And there was nearly a third one. There was on the far side of the field. Yep. So they did a great job in hurrying the quarterback because that's the kind of stuff that you do. You hurry the quarterback and you get them flustered. And that's when they throw a bad pass. So all of those things that you mentioned, along with a defense that's got to be more opportunistic. Yeah, and I think, as I mentioned earlier, something that Coach Bauer and staff will take from this game is a standpoint of Warwick did a nice job as far as moving the sticks between the tackles. Um, They didn't necessarily. Now, once they went to the jet sweep, they had some speed with their wide receivers. But from a standpoint of what Warwick was able to do, uh, like I said, with the run game and even in the passing game, like I said, when when we finally see those numbers, uh, the final numbers, I think the passing yards might surprise us a little bit. But Warwick did a nice job. They found the gaps in the zones. Uh, they, They beat Uh, Exeter over the top. They had some speed to be able to get by them. So they showed they're going to show the coaching staff some deficiencies that the Exeter defense has. Uh, Maybe now's the right time to see it. It's game six of the season. Certainly you still have a few more to play. You've got some very important ones to play, not to say they all aren't, but as we go towards the end of the season and, of course, into the postseason, So certainly a few things, takeaways from tonight's game, which I think can only make Exeter better. So, right, a game like this is maybe a little check to your team to get them to focus a little better, right? And uh, as you said, uh, a suspect secondary was out there today, and uh, the Warriors lit them up a little bit. And, again, yes, we will find out from Drago or whomever what the exact numbers were. And this will give them something to work on in practice. This will give them something to check out in the films. Indeed it will. Let's take a look at some scores from this evening. It was Cedar Crest 36, Reading nothing. Penn Manor 23, Hempfield 19. It was Mannheim Township 44, McCaskey 6. Conestoga Valley destroyed Lebanon 56-6. It was, of course, tonight's game, Exeter 28, Warwick 21. Mannheim Central blanks Muhlenberg 42-0. In the fourth quarter, Daniel Boone and Elizabethtown tied at 16. Garden Spot took effort of 42-22. Twin Valley ekes out the one-point win at Solanco 29-28. To remain undefeated. That's right. Burks Catholic. Valley making it happen. Yes, they are. Burks Catholic 30, Conrad Weiser 26. That's a final. Cacalico 56, Elko 7. Lampeter Strasburg 46, Octorera 7. These are all finals. Pequoy Valley 13, Columbia 6. Anvil Cleona comes back to beat Kutztown by a point, 41-40. Wow. wow. Lancaster Catholic took Hamburg 61-23. And in a barn burner, 
at Northern Lebanon. The Panthers of Schuylkill Valley, seven. Northern Lebanon, six. How about that? How about that? And Wilson, 21. Governor Mifflin, 14. That is a final. I don't remember if you said it, but uh, we had Mannheim Central beating Muhlenberg 42 zip. Yes, I did mention that. Okay, I missed that. I'm sorry. So those are your scores in the Lancaster Lebanon League tonight. Tomorrow's game, Donegal at Wyomissing. Fleetwood will be at Kenner Dale. That will wrap week six. And Jerry, I think that pretty much wraps up us from Lidditz. Indeed. You know, again, thank you to AD Earl Hazel. He did a he did just an amazing job in accommodating us and said, Yeah, Jerry, we'll put you up in the press box over on the uh, over on the away side. No problem. Don't worry about it. And uh, everybody here was so very nice and uh, we'll look forward to coming back here again in two years. Yes, we will, and, and I echo those sentiments. We Everywhere we go, and, of course, tonight here at Warwick, uh, Earl, fantastic. Their staff, you know, always accommodating for us as far as whatever our needs are, and we're always grateful to them. And, again, thank you very much to the administrative staff here uh, and the athletic staff for accommodating us uh, for tonight's game. It's football people, Darren, isn't it? It's football people. It absolutely is. Well, friends, join us next Friday night, October the 6th. Yes, October already. Mama Mia. As your 6-0 and Exeter Eagles travel to Laureldale to take on the Muhlenberg Mules. We'll have all the action on the Mule Sports Network and the Exeter Sports Network. Actually, I think it's just going to be on Exeter. All right, just on so, Exeter. So I, everybody tune in here for next week. All game. right, well, I, I had to it's, mention both because I knew we needed to clarify yeah it's going to be you and ryan calling the game so it's going to be both sides that's right that's and, right uh, but we're not going to broadcast until that's just too much of a pain in the neck all right to do it's like you know you got to stand on a ladder with a second computer <laughs> and hold it up it's yeah there's there's a whole thing and <laughs> sometimes sometimes there are certain things you'd like to see right that comes Wouldn't to you ava. like to see that ava yeah ava yeah. would be the one on the ladder so you know oh, all right okay okay fair got enough <laughs> All right, our final here in Lidditz, Exeter 28, Warwick 21, for Jerry Gellif, for Ava Strauss. Ava, yell goodbye. Bye. All right. Oh, you had the headset on. I, I didn't realize that. On. All right. Yeah, nice, nicely done. <laughs> I'm Darren Ziner. Hey, thank you, as always, for joining us on the Exeter Sports Network. Have a great evening. God bless. Thank you for joining us for Exeter Football on the Exeter Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Join us next week when the Eagles travel to Muhlenberg to take on the Mules. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night. Good night.